Hello and welcome back to the Trick Play Podcast on Fresh Take Network. I'm Simon Chaskowski here with Michael Felt. Oh no, sorry, I got swimmers mixed up. Caleb Pearson. Sorry, sorry. Shortly we will be breaking down all the sports-related news, rumors, and drama that you will want to hear about. This week we will be starting in the NHL with a little bit of a season preview. A little bit late, we missed uh, the first game, probably the first two days. We'll see how quick I can get this out. But uh, right now, they're the first day of games, or first games of the season are just wrapping up. As we are recording this, I believe Bedard currently still only has one assist. Just a little oh, Bedard update. Oh, oh, but, uh, oh, oh, oh. Do we have to no, go nuts? Bedard didn't, but Bedard didn't get any more points, but the Blackhawks have taken the lead. Mm, they're okay. up 3-2. Well, I don't actually care about that. All I care about is Bedard, because I'm the average uh, <laughs> hockey media consumer. And... Uh, Anyway, we are going to do a little bit of a season preview, go over who we think is going to win each division, as well as how each division is going to work out. Then at the very end, we will be giving a Stanley Cup prediction on who we think is going to win, as well as uh, it's going to be pretty similar to to our NFL season preview, if you remember that. And that was around three and a half hours, I think, in in total time. So we're going to try and stay under that. That is the goal. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, after that, we will probably move into the NFL and where we will talk a little bit about week five and everything that happened there, do a little bit of a wrap-up. Then we'll go into the NF- some NFL trades that went down, including Claypool to the Dolphins and a couple other ones, including uh, but not limited to Gregory to the 49ers and J- Van Jefferson to the Falcons. I didn't say they were entertaining trades. Okay, let's get into it. Caleb, are you ready to get into it? That didn't make sense. I <laughs> I am. I mean, I, I feel like I have to address um, the controversy from last week before yeah, we get into it. Probably do. I made a prediction. Um, it didn't go so well. I'm a man of my word. Um, by by at least by at least two podcasts from now, um, I will have jumped in the ocean and you will see it. Can I on, can I just quickly all, say something? All, the funniest yeah. thing about this entire thing, watching this kind of unfold in the last like couple days since that episode has come out, is the fact that it's not like it's not like uh, I pressured you to make a prediction, but there was nothing in there <laughs> that that said that you had to jump in the ocean. That was the that was the funny part. Of I that, was, was you did this completely to yourself. <laughs> I was so confident, and even when the Bears were up like twenty-seven to three, I still felt pretty confident because they started to let the Commanders back <laughs> into it. But I don't know. It's okay. It's okay. I've I've been needing a little bit of a dip. the The weather here is like very cold and rainy, so it might not be very fun. But that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, don't I've, get hypothermia. I'm willing to. I, it's okay. If I get hypothermia, then then it'll be. At fine. least you, you can blame Justin you, Fields. You might have to do another solo podcast. Oh, but that, terrific. That's okay. Who doesn't I'll, want that? I'll, I'll, I'll recover. I'll recover. You know what? It's 20 on Friday. I can, I can <laughs> stomach that. Oh, great. Yeah, no, that was absolutely hurt. A little bit of me was uh, felt bad for you when I was posting that short. And then I actually watched it back and watched how it went down. And went, no, you completely did that to yourself. <laughs> I did it like it's because listen, it if you if you had done that like on a Seahawks game or a game where it was like the 49ers taking on the Cardinals, I would have been like, all right, you're you're safe, you're not going for a swim. But this was this was like the shit bowl of shit bowls, right? Like this was the worst game between two pretty bad the teams. Commanders, 
The commanders had almost beat the Eagles. I, I know. Like, the funny thing is I agreed with you, but I did not say that I was going for a swim in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that was the most confident I've been in a pick in a while. So yeah. that's not... That's don't not start this sports why, betting. This Trick is Play is not a sports betting, betting con- uh, podcast. And it if will you, not be becoming you are one. Taking any, if you're taking any of my picks seriously and putting money on them, I have no responsibility on that. That is completely... <laughs> You should not be trusting me with your money. I I can't even be trusted with my own money. You know so. what? Fair enough. Well, we can get into it. We're gonna be like I said. We're gonna be starting off with just a little bit of a NHL season preview. Obviously, a little bit late, but it is what it is. Let's get into it. Hell yeah! So, like I said a second ago, we will be hopping straight into our uh, season preview. Both me and Caleb have spent probably the last 20 minutes just putting together a little bit of a list. For me, it is almost a two-page long Word doc with pretty much just a bunch of numbers and teams on it. And at the very end of it is who I have winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, Caleb is very, very similar. Do not zoom in on that. You will spoil the next three and a half hours of this podcast. But uh, Sorry, hold, it, hold it up for one second. Don't pause the video. <laughs> don't pause the video. Don't do it. If you're the audio listener... I don't know. Don't watch the video. Just don't. The video version is usually yeah. worse. Stay on the Fresh Take <laughs> Network. <laughs> anyway. Good okay. What? Uh, yeah, good plug. Anyway, where, where do you want to start? Because obviously we can pretty much take whatever route we want with this, I think. Doesn't this is really where, matter to me. This is, where, this is where you say don't bury the lead and you start in the Atlantic, I think. Okay. I feel like I feel like that's okay. a good way to start. Well, do you want do you want to make your way up? Do you want to start at the top? What do you want to do here? Ooh, I want to uh, let's let's go bottom up. That tends to be more okay. Well, interesting. why do you have the Canadians at the bottom? Uh, not even because they're bad, just because they're not as good as everybody else, and yeah, like everybody else could make the playoffs. Um, I don't think I don't think the Can- Canadians fans you'll be eighth in the division but it's okay you will be better than most of the teams in the metropolitan so it's okay not quite your year but hey maybe because of the tough division you'll get some good draft picks you'll be back again soon you've got some young talent you're last but this isn't like you're very bad and the so, thing is they did get better i i like yeah. when i look at the squad i do think that they are a half decent team obviously goaltending is going to be a bit of an issue with them Considering they're relying on Jake Allen in 2023, I feel like that's going to be pretty flimsy. But other than that, when I look at the squad, I don't see a team that's necessarily bad. I just see a team that's young. At the end of the day, that's going to be their issue, right? Where it's just, they're running into, they've got a very young team. They're going to be a fun team. I think they're going to be a really, really fun team this year when I look at this just across the board. They've got a lot of young talent. Sean Monaghan on the third line, I respect it. I uh, I don't know. I could see them in a very strange world, potentially moving up a little. But that would have to mean that one of these teams really flopped. And with... I don't know. Maybe it'll happen. It probably won't. We'll see. We can move on to number seven. I have, uh, If it's not obvious, I also have Canadians at eight. But uh, who knows. They are a pretty talented team as well. They are certainly not the worst team in the conference. We can definitely say that. Yeah. Okay, well, who do you have at seven for the Atlantic? I have, and this hurts me a little bit, because I really, really like this team. It's just that. It's just a wrecking ball of a division. Again, oh, like, yeah. I think I think they are better than, like, five of the teams in the Metropolitan. But, and this is the Ottawa Senators. Okay. 
me, I have a funny feeling me and you are going to, like, swap our six and sevens here. But the funny thing is, like, just who do you have at six? Um, I don't know if we will because I, my six. Do you have a, do you have a shocker one? Oh, okay. Okay. If it's a, if it's a controversial one, then I won't reveal it. But I do not have the sense at six or do not have the, I have them at six. I'm tired. But uh, <laughs> I do not have them at seven. But I will say that my six and seven are very much swappable. I think that uh, okay. either of them could do better than the other. I think, to me, I think they are two very, very even teams that I think you could kind of go either way on. Again, two very, very good teams. Both probably won't make the playoffs just because of the competitiveness. Like, they're in one hell of a division. It's a rough yeah. division. But, uh, yeah, red. I've got uh, the Red Wings at 7. You've got the Red Wings. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be going along with that. Um, okay. The one, well, the one who one do you I have would... at six, or do you want to talk about the Red Wings first? Well, oh well, I I'll, I'll talk about the Red Wings later. But I the one just the one thing for the Sens, I just say like they, just looking at their lineup, their big thing is gonna be center depth. Um, yeah. They have nobody after Stutzla. Like that's the that's the biggest thing for me. That's the only depth in general. I... I'd I'd say that's gonna be an issue for them all year. Well, they're like they're, they're, they're pretty wing, good defense. Their wing depth. depth yeah, Wager's not bad, bad. I guess. Left, um, left, the left side's a little rough in certain spots. It's a little, but... it's a little bit more, but it's not, it's not too bad. But when you're getting yeah. like not a playoff team, da- daily, daily faceoff has Ridley Grieg as their second line center. I've never yeah. heard of him in my life. That's rough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's where that's where I stand on Ottawa. Like they're they will be they, I, they're kind I of the opposite like of this... the Flames, where they have a lot of right wing yeah. depth and absolutely no centers. Yeah, they're a team that I, I feel like we say this every year, but I feel like they'll be a playoff team next year. It, it's it just isn't not that the weird thing, right? right? Like, because every year they look good and then they just kind of don't live up to it. The strange thing is, I'd say their defense is very good. I think they've got a very strong defense. I they have a lot of guys who are very mobile and are very good at moving with the puck. I'd like to see how they potentially use that to make their offense maybe a little bit better and maybe they won't have to rely on those centers to be mobile in the offense quite as much. But uh, I'd still say that's going to be where they fall in their own sword a little bit there is going to be, I agree with you. I think center depth is going to be a big issue. Depth in general, truthfully. I, yeah. I still stand by what I said with that. I think that's going to be an issue. Corpus Solo is not a bad goaltender by any means, but I don't necessarily think that he's anything special. I don't know if you can... Obviously, we just saw a team win the cup with uh, with Hill. So, I mean, who knows what, what'll happen. But if... I don't know if I necessarily rely on him to win 82... Or not 82 games, obviously. But you know what I mean. Win, like... I don't know how much I like him as a starter on a top-tier, like, uh, playoff team. Which is not what the Ottawa Senators are. But uh, if they... I think that they have to make a couple changes. They have to, obviously, better center depth. I'd probably... I mean, that top line's pretty solid, but Giroux won't be around forever. And maybe yeah. an upgrade upgrade between the pipes wouldn't hurt. But they have the defense of an elite team, without a doubt. That, is, that t- defense will win them a lot of games, I think. But it won't be enough I games. I agree. It I won't agree. be enough games. We can move on. All right. Who do you, you have, the red, have red at six? six? I, have, um, I have the Sens at six, but we I have, I have a team... Um, if this happens, and I'm not saying it will, um, but you kind of are be, saying it, it will. It will set well. 
I mean, I am. I am. You know what? I'm. I'm a little bit. Come on, it's, stand it's, with your guns. Simon, Die on the hill. I, Simon, I'm jumping in the ocean because I stuck to my guns. It's a little bit. It's a little bit difficult to stick yeah, to my fair guns enough. now. But fair enough. Um, if this happens, like I believe it will, um, then it will be one of the biggest drop-offs, probably the biggest drop-off in NHL history. And I have the Boston Bruins at six and missing the okay. playoffs. That, I understand. I I can respect that. Because, again, any, I'd any almost team argue... Any with Milan, Lucic ain't winning shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if that's your only reason, I don't know if I agree with you. But <laughs> no, I, it's not I don't have the Bruins there. I don't have them at six. But uh, I, I do see why you would put them at six. Because there is... Uh, we already know that the Red Wings are above them, and I get that. I think that the Red Wings totally have the potential of being above the Bruins here. I think, for me, if we just want to talk about the Bruins, do you want to do that now? I can yeah. reveal. Yeah. Okay, well, I have the Bruins at five, and I actually do okay. have them making the playoffs. I think that they'll probably just slip in, though. Like, because okay. when a lot of people are acting like this team sucks now, when I don't think that's the case... Yeah, I, they I, I are even, worse. Even though I have them missing worse. the playoffs, I don't think they suck. Because, again, no. they're playing in such a tough division. But the thing is, in a tough division like this, I honestly don't know if there's anybody I'd bet on more than the Maple Leafs. It's just one of those things where, like... Or not the Maple Leafs. What the hell am I saying? The... You know what I mean. Boston. Like, if I were to, if I were a betting man in the last 10 years, a lot of my money would be going towards the Bruins. Because they're just that team. They're all reliable, right? I could yeah. see them slipping in in the 8th seed. I could see it. They yeah. they have elite goaltending, and elite goaltending can get you a long way in this league. Yeah, I mean, you're you're betting on Allmark not being a fluke from last year, which I think it's yeah, it's but a fair even Swayman, it, like it's a fair Allmark, bet, but it's not a bad bet. Yeah, they have a good duo, but it's not like there's potential that it it won't be elite, and it's definitely going to be worse than last year, just yeah. because. That's how it goes, right? Like, you're not going to have two business winning seasons in a row. Okay, and that's fair. But I don't think that they'll both fall off. What? Who ends up being the starter halfway through the year? I don't know if we really know, and you are making a good point with that. But I think whoever ends up being the starter will be good enough for Boston to win. Because we've seen a lot of talent good. from Swayman. We've seen a lot of talent from Allmark. And I think that there's no way both of them suck. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like, it's not... Me saying they'll miss the playoffs, it's a bold prediction for sure, but it, it, they're still, I still think they're in the top eight teams in the conference. It's just that um, I have to include three teams from the Metropolitan. Yeah. And so just based on that, the Bruins are kicked out. Because I won't tip my hand too much for the Metropolitan, but I think they're better than my three team in that. Um, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's, I, at the I end of the day. This team. And I and I just see a bunch of like missing pieces at this point, where they they still have Pasta, they still have Marchand, but after that, who do they really have? Um, more on offense. Their defense is great. Yeah, there's that like, defense. I don't, I don't is... know where the offensive support is going to come from. Well, yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. No, I I definitely see what you mean. I think that this is going to be a very defensive team if they do end up winning anything. Yeah. Like, uh, they're going to have to rely on a very strong defense and hopefully a strong goaltending, at least if you're a Bruins fan. 
I I would definitely say that I could. I think the odds of them being good are a lot higher than the odds of them being bad. Although that could just be the fact that I just I don't know. The the sun will die before the Bruins are truly bad. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't know though. It's it's a it's a the sun's year dying. For Boston <laughs> for Boston sports teams starting to True. be bad. True. The pa- yeah. Patriots are looking like they're gonna make me look smart for saying Bill Belichick will get fired by the end of the season. Like yeah. we'll, we'll it, get that, to that, that later. But rough. Yeah. It's a it's it's a it's a change of the times, and maybe if it happens that way for one Boston sports team, who you could always bet on, then who's to say True. it can happen to the other one? No, that's fair. Okay, weird, well, we should move on. Weird, weird, weird that it comes after the season they had last year, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we can move on. Uh, did you say who you have at five, or was it just me who said that? In, in five? Yeah. Um, in five, I this is where we start making the playoffs. So I have two wildcard teams, both yeah. in the Atlantic. I, I'm um, in the same boat. Which, uh, obviously. Um, and my five is the Florida Panthers. Oh, okay. I also have Florida making the playoffs as well, but uh, yeah, just slightly slightly further up. I have them at four, but uh, why do you have them at five? Because clearly that means that they're going to be just barely sneaking in. Yeah, and I I think it's I mean it's what they were last year, right? They yeah. got streaky in the playoffs, but they were never a consistent team. Um, I think they'll be even though I do have them basically in the same position as they were last year. I think it's going to be a lot of a tougher fight for the playoffs than it was last year. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, I think they will in this division. They're going to be streaky. There are going to be points where people start to question them, but they're going to pull out enough of those close games that they're going to find a way to sneak in the playoffs. And then for this team, I think the attitude is just get in the playoffs and then see what happens because that's what happened last year. And with a kind of team like this that I think is built for the playoffs, um, you're looking at them and thinking, like, okay, um, it's a team that could go far. In the regular season, their depth is pretty um, sketchy past the few playoff-tested veterans that they have. Um, I will pull up the lineup. I do not have that in front of me. It's looking rough right now. Um, Yeah. But they've still got... When you have a team with Barkov and Kachuk, like you're gonna still do fine. Um, yeah, you hope well, I mean, that, he plays up to his. That top six is still gonna be pretty incredible, no matter who they end up mixing around in there, right? Like, uh, it's but you are right that that uh, once you get past that top six, it gets pretty rough. Defense might be an issue for them, honestly, this year. Like I'm, I don't know how much I trust Oliver Ekman Larson still as a top line defenseman. At yeah, this point. well, you have to hope. I, I, I don't know when Aaron Ekblad's coming back. Who right, just got yeah. moved to long long term IR. Yeah. Which is well, not that a great it time. all comes back to that. I think they might struggle a little bit because they really do fall off as you move further and further down that defensive side. Goaltending, they will forever. Well, not forever. Be solid. We've seen Bobrovsky suck quite a bit <laughs> hopefully he does they'll well enough okay. for them to be all they'll he'll be, be okay. okay yeah like that's more i think what what i meant with that is he'll he'll be he'll be solid enough like he will not be the reason you lose but he won't also he'll also not be the reason you win i don't know like uh the more i look at this team the more i feel like there are more questions than answer and answers and it just makes me want to move them further and further down my list i do them do have them at four though yeah i think i 
I have them at five. I think there's, I'm looking at this, there's some injuries that, like, maybe they'll struggle at the start of the season and then get back. There, there are some key guys out. Hornquist, Ekblad, Sam Bennett, Brandon Montour, all key guys that are out with injury. Um, but this is a long season. They'll come back. Um, and I think they'll sneak into the playoffs. And yeah. then again, once they get there, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? They After last year, the, the sky's the limit, obviously. Yeah. But uh, anyway, did you reveal who you have at four? Nope. I, I do have a have... guess. <laughs> what, what is your guess? Red Wings. No. Wow. Okay. Uh, Red Wings are not appearing yet. We have the new, newly crowned uh, Buffalo Sabres. Wow. Buffalo at four is very interesting to me. Because I and we talked a bit about this before the podcast, and I think I will be playing devil's advocate here. But I was seeing, I I follow Noah Adler on Twitter. He's the one person that I saw really like uh, point this out, and it just got my like gears turning on it a little bit. But the idea that the Sabers could honestly win this division, like they are looking very good this year. Like when you just look at this team on paper, this is a scary team. Like, uh, Zach Benson has already been shining in a lot of the preseason action we saw him get. The fact that you have Peyton Krebs as a fourth-line center is nuts. Like, they have a yeah. lot of lot of very good depth, and it only gets better the, when you look at the defense. I mean, like, I think we all knew that a team with Owen Power and Rasmus Dallin was going to be nuts. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I have to say about this team. As long as Devin Levi ends up, like, turning into even, like an above average goaltender, which obviously I think there's a lot of hopes for him to be really, really good. But I'm saying even if he's just above average this year, this team is going to be insane. So I, I'm really, I just wanted to open with that. I wanted to open with giving all the hype so that you can knock it all down because I want to hear exactly why you have them at four. Yeah. I think, well, having them at four in this division, like again, yeah. you have to yeah. remember <laughs> that they play in a division with the Leafs and the lightning who have been, um, the Lightning have obviously been the class of the NHL, and the Leafs, uh, for as much as you can trash on them for doing bad in the playoffs, they are they have always like, been very regular, good in the regular season performers. Season, yeah. um, yep. And so, like, I, I think that's an automatic at least third. I have one other team above them, which you might have deduced by now, um, but I think those two will be very close. This, like, yeah. I think three, I think three and four are pretty interchangeable for me. Um, I think they'll be a very good team. I think. Um, the big key is Devin Levi, as you said. Like, is he gonna be what we predict him to be? It's a young team, um, which is why I have them a little bit. Um, I don't have them making that top three because it's the kind of thing that takes a little bit of a time to gel. Here's here's um, my prediction. <laughs> here's my jump in the ocean. If the Sabers don't win the cup in the next ten years, I'll jump in the ocean. How about that? <laughs> Just okay. to be clear, so I feel like that's slightly years. more slightly more fair considering I live nowhere near the ocean. <laughs> okay. If I, you want me to buy a plane so, ticket and fly out to the ocean, then <laughs> then you might have to wait can, ten we years. Can very, we can very easily throw you in the Bow River, Simon. It's not that hard. Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. That's true. Maybe I might wait. I might wait to make my prediction. Wait till like the flames okay. go like go on a tear and then i'll make some stupid prediction that ends up biting me in the ass i'm not making that on the sabers (laughs) i think your mistake was making it on the commanders i'm not about to make that on the sabers but uh anyway 
Uh, I'm going to wait to talk a bit more about the Sabres because I have them higher okay. up than four. But uh, okay. anyway, I'm trying to remember where can we you, are at now. Can you deduce uh, where who I have at three? Uh, Red Wings, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about um, them then? Because we already... Yeah, I, or we kind of skipped over them, actually. So we can talk about them. I think they'll be very good. I think if there's going to be totally a year... I think they totally have the potential to be very good. <laughs> I think if there's if there's going to be a year, this is the year um, with Debrinkit um, coming in as that one last little puzzle piece. Uh, I, I think... I mean, we, we got fooled once by it with Ottawa, but I, I don't know. It feels a little bit more right. Um, I, I well, just, like... Okay, there's a couple things that I want to break down with this team, because... With Detroit, I the more I look at their team, the more I don't I'm not as happy with my pick of having them at seven. I feel like I'd swap them in the sense, but for the sake of this conversation, I will play devil's advocate. Um, I will say that a couple issues that I do have with this is the fact that I'm not too confident in their goaltending. I think that that could potentially be an issue for them if uh obviously they need Ville Huso to really really step up if they want him to be successful. They do have a very good defense. They do have a very good defense. And like you said, that top line is going to be really good. Like Alex Dabrinkit, Dylan Larkin. Right now they have David Perron, but I wouldn't be surprised if Lucas Raymond ends up making a couple appearances up there. But it re- they really need a lot of their young guys to step up. And I'm not <coughs> saying it won't happen. I'm not saying it won't happen, but I think uh, if I were to say where I think that even their top could be, I don't think it's three. Because I, I don't know. I The funny thing is you, it feels like you put down the Sabres for a lot of the reasons that I, that I think you're going to end up putting up Detroit. I think that I'm just more confident in the Sabres when I look at, because at the end of the day, these are two very young teams. They're two very, very, they're two I think they're very really similar. They are very similar. I think they're yeah. very similar. I, I, again, the, the the difference between three versus four in this division, I think, is maybe one or two points. Okay. So, okay. Me well, putting me putting them above the Sabers is not me saying, "Oh my God, they're going to be this much better." Um, it's just me giving it giving myself a little bit. I I feel like both of these teams have a very high capacity to potentially crash and burn. I feel a little bit more confident in the Red Wings not crashing and burning for okay. very stupid reasons. It's just that the Sabers have not. Um, made the playoffs in so long that predicting them to just like clinch up that number three spot feels bold. Okay. Um, and this you know feels what? a little I, bit less bold to me. I, I, I really like, I, I will say I really like um, Detroit's defense. I yeah. think they've got yeah. really good depth. You've got the star with Cider, um, young star, but they've got like good, like a second pair of Ben Sherratt and Jeff Petrie and then Olimata and Shane Goss. I could be wrong. It's a little, it's a little veteran heavy, but that's really good. Like, you're you're looking at you're looking at a few good players there who can provide some solid support. Um, I think they have a little bit of a lower floor than Buffalo, um, but I, I I get your point. I think they'll be very close. I think uh, in this division, I'm seeing one and two having a pretty decent. Uh, it's the Atlantic Division. They're all going to be good. One and two are higher than three, four, and five, um, who are all, I think, going to be in the same zip code. Yeah. No, it's going to be very close. Like you just said, I think it, it just comes down to that. Because you said that you're more confident in Detroit not crashing and burning than you are Buffalo. I'm the opposite. I think that uh, I'm a lot higher on Buffalo. 
Because a lot of it went, and I say this a lot. I say this a lot. I think a lot of it, my tiebreaker usually ends up being goaltending in most cases. I really like Devon, Devin Levi a lot more than I like Ville Husso as a starter, despite him being a rookie, what, whatever you want to say about it, right? I still think I'd take Levi over Husso, and I don't think that should be controversial. Because no, Husso has it's been not, good. It's not. Husso it's not, has been good at times. Husso, like, Husso is a lower floor option just because of his experience. Yeah. I think Devin Levi has a much higher ceiling. Because, I mean, we go back to 2021-2022. Husso did have a really strong year. 25 wins, 7 losses, 919 save percentage. Really, really good year. But the fact that he fell off behind, frankly, a really, really good Detroit defense. Because the funny thing is, you like you said, this Detroit defense is very good. But it's not that different to la- the year before, I don't believe. Now I don't have it in front of me, so maybe I'm talking out of my ass. But, like, when I look at that top pairing, they had the same pairing last year. I believe they had Jeff Petrie's new, but I believe they had a Ben Chirot last year as well. Like, a lot of these players are... Okay, Gostabir is new too, but you know what I mean. Like, it's a very similar defense to what they're bringing last year with two new pieces. I don't know how much more those two new pieces help out Huso. I guess, is kind of where I'm going with this. Or at least enough for him to bounce back that much. Who knows, though? With goaltenders, they're like the wind, right? Like, you never know. Yeah. But, uh... It's hard to bet on. I would not... I don't know necessarily that I would be betting on Huso of all goaltenders to bounce back. But, hey, you never know, right? Like, for all we know, Levi could absolutely crash and burn and be the be in the AHL by January, right? Like, we really, we really it's don't. It's a tough thing. Yeah. Well, we can move on. Um, I... The first two are going to be pretty easy it just depends what order you got did i talk about my number three i don't think i did who is who is your number three so this is where me and you i think are going to differ a little bit because i we already uh we didn't talk about this team but it will reveal what my top two is i have the lightning at three oh and i do have reason above the lightning i do have the the sabers above the lightning lightning. and the main reason saber type gets too high for me yeah okay that's fair that's fair because at the end of the day i was looking at it like this how long are they going to be out without vasilevsky and how much can they keep up with the talent of the rest of this division without him because at the end of the day he is going to be out about 10 weeks right that's a significant amount of time he or no that's since september so that's going to be what two months ish I should find a more recent one. If you want to try and find a more recent one while I ramble. But anyway, I think it just comes down to that. I think that this is the type of division where if you fall behind at all, you are going to get left behind. I don't think Tampa will get left behind. That being said, three is still very respectable, especially considering how good this division is. Like, we're going to keep hitting that point. But I still... I don't know. I could see them struggling without their top goaltender there. Because Vasilevsky is their rock. Like, uh, there has been a lot of points where this team has needed to rely on him. And he's always been there. They're going to have to see. Now he's going to have to see if they can play without him. I do not like Johansson as a starter. I don't like it. He, as much as I think Tampa Bay is good enough of a team 
where they can definitely get by without Vasilevsky. I'm not like, saying I, they won't. It's it's okay. Johan, Johansson has played very well in the first game tonight. Um, yeah, he, that's one they game. Won. <clears throat> I know it's, it's like, one game. And I know it's I, one game. And as good as they are, do you really think that without that think top goaltender, they are? No, I'm not saying they're going to tank. I'm think... saying that I don't think they're going to make the top two. I don't you think gotta it's realize, gonna be I, enough. I'm not saying they I don't miss. Think... I'm saying they maybe make the three. I don't think they go top two after not having Vasilevsky for the first basically two months of the season. I think I that, think that you cannot undervalue the team to beat everybody else. Because you have to remember, yes, the Lightning are playing in a tough division, but so is everybody else, right? Um, I just ha- I just don't have that yeah. much faith. It's less like I just don't have that much faith in the Sabres to, in their first season of really doing anything, overcoming the Lightning, even with Vasilevsky out. Um, you don't think because so? Because as, as, well, we'll as, important, is... as important as goaltending is, it's not the end-all, be-all. Um, you still okay. have one of the best rosters in the NHL in front of you, right? If, if Johansson is just average, they're still going to win a lot of games. Yeah, but I, that's the thing, though. Like, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. I've just got that bad gut feeling, and I don't trust it. So, I have them falling behind the Sabers, but this is my, this is absolutely my, uh, whatever it's called, upset. I definitely, uh, I definitely would say that this is my big upset. I, I'm curious where you have them because I, in my head, just because of the fact that they don't have Vasilevsky, they were kind of hard to pin. But clearly, you have a different opinion on that, so we can get to that. But. I, anyway, I have them at two. I have them, you have at, them two. at two. Okay, so at the end of the day, though, like you said, that's going to be like a one-game difference if we're just going through I think, this. I think the Lightning have a pretty decent cushion from the rest of the pack. You think so? Okay, well, it, yeah. I at least I think that it's going to be pretty similar. Maybe the... I'm I Just to be clear, I am definitely predicting that I think the Sabres are going to do really, really good. There's probably going to be a cushion there, but I don't think it's going to be that big. And then I think the top team's going to have a bit, quite a bit of a cushion. Like, they're, they'll probably clinch yeah. that conference pretty early. But anyway. And who, who do we think that top team is? The Leafs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, they're kind of all reliable in this Atlantic. It's generally the Leafs or the Lightning in the last couple of years. Obviously, we saw the Bruins last year, but that's been the one outlier. Like, uh... The pre last previous years, it's usually been either the Leafs or Lightning, and I think it's safe to say it's probably going to be returning to that. Like you said, you clearly think the Leafs and Lightning are going to be the top two, so I think you kind of share a similar opinion. But uh, yeah, we can talk about the Leafs. Do you want you want to break down that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I think there's not that much to talk about. I mean, with the Leafs, the big thing is just can they perform in the playoffs? Um, can they perform in the playoffs, they... and how much do you trust the depth? Is the second question that I really think pops up. I trust. I I trust it again. They trust it. It's hard. I mean, it's always hard to say because the Leafs are never brought down by having like no depth or bad roster because they have. Yeah. Um. As much as as much as I think the Leafs get overhyped, they continually go into seasons with the best roster in the NHL. I think they've gone into the season with the best roster in the NHL for the maybe past two or three years. Um, but that doesn't mean anything until you get to the playoffs, right? No, of course um, not. Because having the best team on paper never means anything. Um, well, I think that... I, I want to point out depth because you can say that that usually doesn't weigh them down, but I think in the last couple of years they have had better depth. 
I think that this is probably some of the worst depth they've had in recent years. Uh, and that's not me necessarily necessar- saying that. I don't that. necessarily think so. You don't think so? I'm what looking, is their I'm previous... At... Are you looking at their previous rosters? Because that I'm is what I want to at... look at. I am going off okay, my own I'm look- I'm memory. I'm looking at but... them now, but... I'm looking at them now, but I'm... Uh, having like a third our third i don't know who fraser minton is that's my one like that's 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 kind of where i'm meaning with that where it's like but uh, but yarn croak's not bad yarn croak yarn croak is a good knees too as your knees as your third third line okay like that's a good okay good third okay david i'm just saying solid i'm just saying ryan reeves (laughs) is like again an interesting i'm just play okay sure I'm just saying that I feel like a team that sh- that would be the top of the division would have better depth. That's all I'm saying. I just I don't know how much I like it. I don't know how much it'll wear them down. Obviously, There's, I still have them winning the division. It is the one thing that I would poke. You know, it's the one fault that I would give them. Defense is going to be great. That's a pretty solid defensive core. Maybe I'm biased because of Geo and Brody, but I like it. Klingberg being added to that. That's, that just no, makes it's a, it's a great it's a great core. Yeah, it's a great core. I don't know how much I like Samsonov again because he was fairly inconsistent for them last year, if my memory serves eh, me right. It's better than Matt Murray. It's, it's better yeah. than. It's true, true. Yeah, I don't know. Better this, than Murray. I, but I, I like the. There's a lot better thing. than Murray. <laughs> the Leafs aren't really a team to talk about at this point. They're a team yeah. to talk about when you get to the playoffs. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. We'll see how good to, they end up They're going doing. to finish either first or second in the Atlantic. There is no shot they miss the playoffs unless something drastic happens, okay. like Matthews and Marner both get hurt. Um, that might I won't I won't do it two weeks in a row, but that could be a jump in the ocean prediction for me again. Like the Leafs are not missing the playoffs, um, <laughs> but like, uh, and I, you'd be jumping in the ocean for like what March. <laughs> That would yeah, that be would, rough. That would not be fun. That would That'd be, be rough. Fun. That would not be fun. But yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not the most interesting team now. It's just when we, when we get to the playoffs. Are thirty we'll minutes in. We are thirty minutes in, and we've done one division. And we also have to do the playoffs after that. Okay, so it's okay because the Atlantic division is by far the most interesting. But we can run through the other ones relatively <sighs> quick. Right? I don't have enough caffeine. <laughs> Whatever, we're good. Let's do this. <laughs> Okay, let's. Which one do you want to do next? Metro, probably. That makes yep. the most sense. Okay, yep. we'll stay in the East. Why do you have the Flyers at eight? Unless you don't have the Flyers at eight. I don't have the Flyers at eight. You I don't have, have the, the Flyers at eight. Okay. I have the discarded corpses of Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Lyon okay. at eight. That's fair. Um, I have them at seven, so it's not like that's a very big difference there. I just think that the I, Flyers are slightly worse. I was, I was tempted to put the Blue Jackets higher. Just because I love Goudreau and I think they yeah. have good young players. Like the Blue Jackets have one of the best up and coming. Like um, when you look at their prospects, like Sillinger, yeah. Fantilli, like they've got some like great um, prospects in their system. But this is not their year, and they've had like they're going to be bad to start off the season because they just got a new coach. With all of that, like <laughs> yeah. I can't, I cannot imagine these players being motivated to play. Um, Especially it's, it's after being good. bullied for a whole training camp by Mike Babcock about their wedding yeah. photos. Like, it's going to be rough. And like, then to uh, not even have it pay off with him in the building during the games. Because, I mean, like, if you're going to have Babcock for anything, it's going to be his, like, actually having him as, on a pres- as the presence his... in the games. And you don't even have that. You get all the worst parts of it. 
Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you hit it right there. Where like the thing that people keep bringing Babcock back for is he is as much as everybody loves to hate on him, he is one of the most brilliant hockey minds that we've seen in the last twenty years, at least in that coaching spot. It's just that he's just a he's kind of a dick. Like <laughs> it comes down to that, right? Like he's just a dick. Like nobody wants him in the locker room, right? It's the same. Like I don't know. I f- no, I won't do that. I won't do that to Babcock because even that seems extreme. But I almost want to compare it to like the reason that nobody wanted Antonio Brown, right? Where it's the type of thing where it's like... It's not that bad. It's not that It's not that far off. Yeah, like, because you know what I mean, though, right? Where it's like, you would yeah. be adding one of the most talented wide receivers in the in the league, but do you really want to have that guy in your locker room? Sure, during games, you'll be kicking ass, but, like, what? Are you going to... Is he actually going to be able to stick around the full 82 or 17, like, in that case? Like, uh, that's the thing with Babcock, right? Where it's just... People don't know his shelf life gets worse and worse every time he goes somewhere new. And he's uh, not going to be going anywhere near. No, new he's now. not going like, anywhere new. Maybe, maybe Russia. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, K- KHL, the newest. Uh, what is it like, Moscow, whatever? Head coach. <laughs> hey Siri, how do you say "show me your wedding pictures" in Russian? <laughs> Come on, Zuri. In Russian, show me your wedding pictures is... Take notes, Babcock. <laughs> okay, we can move on. <laughs> okay, uh, let's talk about the Flyers, because they're who I have at eight. So we can do that. Yeah. I, I'm guessing I have you have them at seven. I mean, I didn't originally, but now I do because I just took one look at their roster and it yeah. made me puke. So, yeah, I have them at yeah. seven. Well, the thing is, that's why I was kind of shocked. Because I agree with you. I think the Blue Jackets are terrible. But I still think that they have enough talent that they'll be better than the Flyers. The Flyers are bad. They are really bad. They are probably going to get I the first I don't realized how year. bad they were. They yeah, are that's... terrible. They This is a literal walking corpse. Like, uh... I had I honestly am one of the few people I think at this point who do does not like to uh, hate on Carter Hart too much, just because I still think of his. Uh, I'm gonna pull up his stats because I'm sure I'm gonna end up saying something a little biased because I like to think Carter about Hart his. Uh, well, I like to think of him as you know the the player he was on the uh, IAHF like a uh, team that one year. Yeah, Car- Carter. I think Carter Hart still has the potential to be really good. He's just. I had, think yeah, just a streak. He's just a streaky guy. Like, he's a streaky I, guy, and he's also been stuck behind some bad Flyers teams. I think that yeah. doesn't get talked about enough. I, I feel like he's kind of the new John Gibson in a weird way, where like he's yeah. just stuck behind a terrible team. It, it feels like the kind of thing, too, where he'll start getting more of his flowers um, later once everybody realizes how bad of a position he's been in and that it isn't yeah. all his fault. Like. Well, the thing is, like, we've seen a lot of talent from when he's been given the opportunity to shine on good teams. It's just, I mean, who wouldn't struggle behind that flyer squad? I mean, throw prime carry yeah. Price back there, and it still probably would be rough. He's like, still not going to win a lot of games. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, you can only do so much when you're facing how as many shots as he'll be facing this year. Like, it's going to be rough. Like, he is the one thing on this team that I see that could potentially be decent. Like, yeah. uh, I don't even know who to point out here. Like, Couturier, or Couturier? I don't know. Couturier. Couturier, Couturier, Couturier bad. 
Um, Cam he's Atkinson not bad. ain't bad. Like, he's not Kinect- a bad top Kinect- center. Kinect- ain't bad. Like, he's not um, a bad top center, but, like, I would say this will be a... this w- They will be a contender for the first overall pick, for sure. Yeah. If not, they will not I think, I think, not them, I think them and the Blue Jackets will both be. I, I think they're both pretty bad. Yeah, I think the Blue Jackets will be a little bit better than they were last year just because, you know, young guys coming in maybe helping I, out that I locker give the, room. But... I give the edge to the Flyers just because of the off-ice stuff. Um, sure, that's, 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 that's pretty much what separates I get it. That. Yeah, no, that, I get that. I can I completely understand that. Who do you have at six? Because this is where it kind of gets interesting to me because okay. we talked about this before. Where we talked about how the, we'll get into the West, but the West is almost hard because there's a lot of teams that are very similar and a lot of teams that are almost very mediocre. I feel like you kind of get a taste of that in the Metro once you get around this 6-5-4 spot, in my opinion. So I'm curious what order you have them in. But uh, Okay, so I do agree. I think 4-5-6 are all really close to me. Um, I think this is a significant step up from the Flyers. Um, yes, I'm looking I at the Washington Washington Capitals. I am um, too. I think that the Capitals are also going to be right in that spot. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be like a little bit below mid. I, and I, it hurts I think... me. If I'm being honest with you, yeah. it hurts me. My boy Matthew Phillips sadly won't be able to carry them to glory that much. I think he's going to be Ma- good. Matthew, Matthew Phillips is going to be so good, and it's he's so going to be so good. It is. He's Can we just so rant good. about how painful oh my of God. player management that is what by is... the Flames? Oh, it's awful. Like, holy it's awful. crap. This is, this is... What is it? Okay, that's... yeah. How do you go pause, from dominating... Pause yeah, pause the segment. Recap. Pause this, the this segment. Okay, I what, need to how write. Many, how how do you... many players have they let get away? How, how many? How do you let the top AHL scorer f- over the last three years, I believe, just drift away? And then, look, he magically is the top line winger on the next team he's on. It's wild. It's so terrible. Like how the hell does this keep happening? It's like, literally every. It's literally <laughs> every single time. Um, Matt or Phillips, Valamaki, Bennett. If you want to look at that, like it's like Adam Fox. I know Adam Fox. Yeah, Adam Fox. Play here, one. but that's another one. And I mean, like, oh my god, it's <sighs> there's just so many brutal. bad ones. It is brutal. It's just brutal. Like the flames are literally the like we are the ta- we are shooting out talent. We just can't hold on to them. And it goes back. It it goes back. Like I, it goes back. You no, know, it's, it's most. Oh my god, it goes back decades. <laughs> yeah, Let's true. Let's talk about all of the Hall of Famers that were. Hey, on ever the heard flames. of a? You know what? There's another short guy. Uh, you know, Martin Saint Yeah, Louis. yeah, yeah. There's, maybe a, there's another remember, guy who was. Wow, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if the Flames will learn will learn there to let. I I remember thinking to myself back in like 2012, little old Simon, you know, thinking to myself, how oh wow the you know the Flames had Martin St. Louis, that's so cool. I wonder if we'll make that mistake again. I'm sure we won't let yep. that man's glorious calves run away again. And then we fucking did. <laughs> yep. We did it again. <laughs> another 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 guy who the Flames had. They drafted him and they let him get away. Brett Hull, that's another yeah. one. John Sebastian Jaguar, who I'm pretty sure didn't he win the didn't he like win the heart or something or was that somebody else? Anyway, he won the Stanley Cup with the Ducks. Like, oh my God, what is it with the Flames and just taking these young players and just Gilmore? If you want to look at it like that, yeah. I mean, at least Gilmore played some years, but it's yeah. like, and if you want to string it out as far as Gilmore, you can add Kachuk on that too, because that's True. a pretty similar kind yeah. of thing. It's kind of, it's just awful the way they're handling handling their young talent is just brutal. It's depressing. And like I said Frankly, before, like, it's my, 
if because that's the one thing with tree, tree Living Gone, that gives me a little bit of hope. I feel like Conroy will be at least a little bit better with that. Um, yeah. It, well, it was it Conroy who worse. let Phillips go, which just immediately... I uh, Believe me, I'm a big Craig Conroy believer in like because I've liked a lot of the moves he has made since becoming general manager. There hasn't been a lot, but there has the ones that he has made, I have mostly agreed with. But this has to be one of the worst decisions I've seen, especially when you look at... Just put him, honestly, put him on, like, with the right wing depth. Hell, it's not like we have the best left wing depth either, especially now with Pelletcher out. And we had to go find A.J. Greer, who I'm not, okay, A.J. Greer is not the worst fourth line winger, okay? I'm not saying that. But what I am saying He's, is I would have... Matthew Phillips <laughs> is better than fucking Igor. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, like you there's... You put him on, put him on, oh my god, imagine I was this about, second okay, line. Where I was about Coronado, to go with that is, Kadri, like, I would rather have... Phillips on his off wing than having basically yeah. any right winger, maybe not Coronado. I would take Coronado over Phillips, but the fact that that's even close shows how bad the ma- the player management by the Flames has been in the last however long. Oh, it's just brutal. It um, is rough. We we can talk about the Flames later on. We we have to get there first. We have to get there first. We we should just Capitals, talk about the Capitals as a whole. The Capitals it's just like they're they still they're have old. good players. It's just that they're old. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because their core is still the same core that it's been for like the last 10 years. Ovechkin, Backstrom, Oshie, Kuznetsov, Tom. They're Wilson. going to, okay. and they're going to stay mediocre until Ovi eventually breaks the goal record and then end retires. Like, and then they'll tank. This, this team is just a walking, like. Because we and you have like, had this I, conversation with multiple teams over the the Pens are the other one that we've had this yeah. conversation about, where it's the idea of holding on to your stars way past their expectations. Yeah, date. this team only. And I'm not saying Ovi's only bad. Exists to get, it, yeah, no, Ovi is still good, but this team only exists to get he Ovi to that is goal record. Nowhere they are not near going for anything else. Ovechkin is no. not the play. Like, because the thing is, the fact that we're even saying Ovechkin out of like Ovechkin now is still a 35 goal scorer easily, easily 35. If you think he's not going to score a 35, you're stupider than you look. Because Ovechkin will be able to stand in that spot right by the hash marks and shoot it till he dies. He could be 80 and yeah. still score four, 35 goals. He's that kind of player. Because he's he's very smart as long as he can... He doesn't need to be able to skate. As long as he can shoot, he'll score. He's like... Uh, I don't even know what to compare it to. Like He's just got that one move that nobody can stop. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Sure, we'll do that in basketball. Bring it yeah. to that, right? It's the one thing that nobody yeah. knows how to stop. And it's weird because it's so simple, right? It's the same. It's I'm going to stop with that analogy because I feel like I'm going to get bullied for that. But you know what I mean, right? At the end of the I day. I feel like it's a good analogy. It, it is, it's yeah. A like it's similar thing. Because at the end of the day, like, they're and the thing is they're just going to keep milking that until they can't, right? Like, it's... They're just, and they're going to keep sucking because they they just don't want to tank. At the end of the day, they – and who knows? Maybe they won't have to when Phillips puts up 120 points in his rookie season. But I I mean, who, I don't know. <laughs> we yeah. can move on. My brain's, I mean, my brain's cramping. I've talked to much if you if you want to If you want to sum up this thing, the Capitals are going to be a little bit mid and potentially bad. But Matthew Phillips is going to move up onto that second line with Kuznetsov and Tom Wilson eventually, and he's going to he's going to move up onto that first line. Are you kidding? Okay, but they, playing his off I don't know, wing, I, I, playing his oh off wing with Ovi, I'd love yes. that. Yes, it's going to happen. Are you? <laughs> that's my prediction. You're saying second line? T.J. Oshie is better be holding on to that right wing spot tight because he's not going to have it for too long. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we can move on. Uh, who else do we got? We have now talked about seven, eight. Have you talked about your sixth spot? Yeah, My we both had capitals. Okay, well, we can move on. I'm going to assume we both five. have the same five, but uh, I have the Penguins. Oh. No. I do okay. not. Okay. I have the Islanders at five. That is surprising me. Okay. okay. What is your reasoning for having the Islanders at five? I think that the Penguins um, have a little bit more, have a little bit of a better top six. Um, okay. When I look at this team, I'm looking at, uh, like, I don't, again, I have complained about the Penguins and their roster building for a long time. And I, I was going to say, that is the it. surprising thing to me, but, because you are, uh, if I know anybody, you are, especially in this offseason, you have been a Penguins hater, where you do yeah, not I like what been. they're doing. And it's not. So it's, it's very surprising because, to me, because... I the oh, funny thing not. is I have been the defender for the Penguins and I actually between the two of us with what they've been doing and I still have them lower. And I I'm it's not that I think that their moves that they've made will make them a worse team this year. I think they're I I think the moves they've made are making them better this year. I just think that two three years down the line they have set themselves up to implode like no well, of team course. Has ever imploded <laughs> other than the red wings um, yeah it's just if, well just, yeah, and the it, penguins it, after the 90s that's the other one i think of yeah <laughs> that's yeah, the ironic true. thing isn't but, it <laughs> yeah it is but but looking at this top six like it's still like the core for again it's it's very they're very similar to the capitals in this way oh yeah um, well that's look, the funny you thing. look at them and it's their same top six from their cup because uh, basically well like think about it like this right they it's been Ovi versus crosby for as long as either me or you can probably remember right and yeah like uh the funny thing is like you just go through time like 2010 yeah Ovi versus crosby let's go two best players in hockey 2015 okay Ovi versus crosby it's still good five years later 2020 okay maybe a bit too much Ovi versus crosby maybe a little bit too much maybe we should like uh calm it down a little bit i'll start uh think about our retirement home now it's 2023 2024 and it's like ah you know they're still good but they're not that good <laughs> like uh, yeah. something that we won't have time to talk about this week i sent you i think it was me that sent it to you but not the other way around but uh we i sent you a little i have to find it the list a list they have it is a list. at like eight in terms yeah, they, of the best players in the nhl because i did originally want to talk about this this might be flipped is it flipped it is not flipped. i think it's safe i think it's, it's safe blurry. to say that this this may be the only segment we do this but, podcast uh, that, yeah no, <laughs> we're not going to be able gonna to be talk real. about that <laughs> yeah but uh, anyway they on this list they have crosby at nine which is in between nikita yeah. kucherov at eight Rantanen at 10 and has him in front of Jack Hughes, Adam Fox, Jason Robertson, and I'm going to skip Vasilevsky in this case, but Braden Point, Mitch Marner, the list goes on, which I think is ridiculous. It's high. It's, it's high. high. It's high. Because, like, just think about it like this. At this point, I honestly have been thinking that Ovi's better than Crosby. That has been the way that I've been thinking about it. And just as a comparison, Ovechkin is 30 on this list. So I think Crosby is very high, but I also think knowing you, you are one of the biggest Crosby haters that I know. Um, okay, and I think he has been producing at a me and Crosby, me and Crosby, me and Crosby have mended the relationship a little bit since when I was younger. But uh, I will say that I don't, I would, 
if I'm being honest with you, looking at this, oh no, actually, never mind. Crosby still put up 93 points last year. Okay, but would you have him in front of Tage Thompson? Would you have him in front of Barkov? Uh, would you have him in front of Eichel? Would you have him in front of? I'd have, him, I'd have him in front of Eichel. I okay, have him in front Eichel of is Eichel. respectable. Eichel's respectable, but Tage Thompson and hell, even go further back. Having him in front of Zabanajad, having him in front of Stamkos. Oh, he is he is absolutely in front of Zabanajad. That's not even yeah, a question. Yeah, you think so? Oh, not even close. I I think I think Crosby has reached the point where he was overrated for so long. That um, now he's in underrated. Terms of just him being worshipped as a god. Obviously, I, he's one of the greatest players of this saying, generation. All I'm saying. But, is if I were to rewrite this list, I would probably have Crosby just based on his peers around him, probably between twenty-five to thirty. But I don't think that's yeah, disrespectful. I'd put him I'd because, put, like I said, I you made when I that. when I pointed out Tage Thompson. Guess where he is? Oh, probably thirties to 20s. twenty-seven. He's twenty-seven. Barkov's twenty-two. <laughs> Eichel's twenty. Right? When I, you look I at don't it like think that, that's that bad. It, with Tage Thompson, even like yeah, I have to hesitate. Like, it's oh like, it's but you have to. You cannot sit here and career. tell me that Crosby deserves to be that high. Oh, I don't. I think it's high. Having him, having go, him in the top I'd, twenty. I'd seems have him absurd. between like fifteen. No, I'd have him in the top twenty. I'd have him in the top twenty. In front of Mitch Marner. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, oh, clearly we can. We might have to Cross, agree to disagree Cross, on this one yeah. because I don't think either of us are changing our minds, but. With this, and he's, if we if we hang on this fence, we'll be here for a while. Career. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Listen, I am not saying that Crosby is not elite. <laughs> I am saying because, like, look at this list. Okay, think about how much talent there is in the NHL. There are a lot of people behind him that I'd still consider elite: Panarin, Marchand, Stamkos, uh, Hints, Hichier, or Hichier. Oh my God, I'm mispronouncing that. I'm so Hintz. tired. Maybe not. Uh. Yeah, Hintz is the other one there. But, uh, hell, like, there's, like, everybody in the top 50 I would consider. That's fair. That's the thing. Like, towards the back half of that, I totally get that. But I'd say the highest I'd have them is, like, low 20s. The highest or the lowest I'd have them is, like, 30-ish. Okay. Because I, I don't know. Even... Yeah, I don't know. We could talk about this forever. Because pinning Crosby and Ovi is just tough. Because it really just depends on how much... How well you think they're going to do this year going into all that. I, like I said, I still think Ovechkin's a 35-goal scorer. You could literally take both of his legs off and he'd still score 35. Like, uh, it doesn't matter with him. I don't know if I'd necessarily say the same thing about Crosby. I'm a lot bigger on Ovi than I am Crosby at this point. But that's just me. I take I take everything again. I take everything you say about Crosby with a little bit of a grain of salt. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> I'll give Crosby his flowers when he's gone. I have a lot of respect. If we wanna, if we wanna go into that a little bit, I have a lot of respect for Crosby as a player. I think he's one of the smartest players we've seen touch the ice. I think he has an incredible mind for the game. I do think he's getting up there in age, and I think I have a very, which is the main reason that I think. I have a hard time putting him in the top 20 because there's a lot of young guys who I would put in front of him at this point, including I, I do think that Tage Thompson is a better player at this point. He's, I don't know, when you're looking at top top 20 players, I do want to see at least one more than one season of good play. 
That's, that's fair. Okay, if you if you want to say that's your that's your uh, that's your big uh, no to that, then that's respectable. It's top like, I get twenty that. players, not just top twenty players from last season. Because there can be flashes in the pan. Okay. Times. Okay. Not well, saying that Tage Thompson's gonna be that. It's just, no, he's not. But there's he's not. But the it, there's the potential. I want to see a little bit more consistency, and he'll get there. But not yet. I'm trying to find another person on this list that I would compare to that, but it's actually kind of tough in the top thirty. You're right; they are consistent on that. Where like, oh, Eric Carlson. That's one where I'd almost argue it's a bit of a flash in the pan, and they have him in the top twenty-nine. A little bit, yeah. But I, uh, I wouldn't agree with that. Yeah, like uh, <coughs> anyway, we can we can move on. Actually, this is one where I actually respect them not judging it based on a flash in the pan because Ryan Nugent Hopkins at 48. He should not be higher than that. Okay. And I was kind of worried that he would be just because of his ridiculous point total. But uh, clearly they uh, they uh, did not go into that too much. We should move on. <laughs> We've been talking about random garbage for a while. We are now at almost the 60th minute. This is going to be a purely hockey yep. podcast. Hope you're excited. Hey. Hey, to, we aren't even might, in the even West yet. Our, it might even beat our AFC. Oh my um, God, it's gonna be! It's preview. going to blow it out of the water. Are you kidding? Just wait till <laughs> yeah, we get to my is. Flames rant or my Oilers rant. Oh my God, this thing's gonna be three hours long. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not doing anything <laughs> for the rest of the evening. <laughs> nope. Fucking block off your calendar for the week. This is gonna be a rough one. Okay. Uh, who have we talked about now? We've talked about who is your number five? I have I have I have Islanders at five. I think we just swapped them. I assume because I have Penguins at four. No, I have a different team at four. Ooh, okay, maybe we'll. Do you want to do you want to talk about want, that first, or do you want to talk about the who, Islanders? Who do you? So you have the Islanders in your top three. I do. Okay, we'll save the Islanders then. Okay. Um, who do you have? So so you have Penguins at five. Who yep. do you have at four? I have the Rangers. Okay. Which okay. I, so I was kind of surprised. I'm I'm curious where you have the Rangers. <coughs> but I have them at three. I have them at three. Okay. Well, the thing is, I almost see them as a bit interchangeable with the Islanders. I don't have an issue with them having you having them at three. That being said, I'm going to stick with my guns here. I think that the Islanders are a little bit better. At least I trust them a bit more than this Rangers team. And it feels weird to say they're going to miss the playoffs. But they are a worse team this year. And we have talked about it at to quite a bit of an... Like, we've talked about it quite a bit. And I think in most of our discussions, the strange thing is that I generally have been the person defending them. I generally will be the person to defend this team. I think so many things have to go right for them to be even remotely close to the playoffs in this conference. And I, I don't know. I like the Islanders more. It really comes down to gut. Where these teams are going to be very close, I think this is going to be a tough like a fight they, for the eighth spot. But uh, I think they will not be. Eight, but I'm just know. it's for whatever the last because they're going to be again. Like I think the Bruins should get a playoff spot before the Rangers do. Like what I'd said before. Yeah, um, I agree with you. But like looking I, at these two the rosters, is, if we just it wanna... really is a coin flip, in my opinion. Like, uh, I don't think I think the Rangers still do have um, a better roster, um, and I look at this a couple ways. I look at this first of all, um, 
both teams have great goaltenders, but yeah. obviously when you're looking at a team with Shesterkin, they're going to get the edge. Um, you're looking Ooh. at a defensive core. Your defensive you know what's core... the funny thing? Can we, can we mm. s- sit on that for a second? Because I actually would normally agree with you, but the funny thing is that I feel like the general consensus going into this year is actually quite the opposite. I think a lot of people are really? actually... If you look at a lot of goaltender rankings going into this year, which I've spent a lot of time on crying about the fact that Markstrom is nowhere close to the top 15... But I think uh, you see a lot of Sorokin at one. I'd say a lot more really? than you see. Uh, like, it is, yeah, and uh, like, it's something that caught me off guard. The more you think about it, the more I kind of get it. Like, I think. Uh, He's good. Yeah, I just, I'm going to be swapping, I I, I be swapping I... between the Rangers and Islanders here on uh, Daily Faceoff quite a bit. I think that uh, if you just look at it, I feel like I trust the Islanders' defense more. That has been the one thing that really? they've been very <sighs> consistent at. Well, yeah, they still have all they've, the pieces that they've had the last couple of years that have made their defense so good. Because, yeah, hell, they've got good. Bo Horvat is one of the best defensive forwards in the league. Like, And yeah. then you just go down this entire roster. This is going to be a very good defensive team. And then you stick a strong goaltender like Sorokin behind it. If he has the season people think he's going to have, I feel fairly confident in my pick at number three. Okay, I, I'm just looking down this roster in terms of because just to be uh, clear i'm just thinking i'm thinking about it like this i don't think i think that the rangers are a better scoring team i in this case it's offense versus defense i'm taking defense you're taking offense you can go either way on this one i'm taking defense yeah i i don't know i'm I'm just thinking like taking defense now this is how the islanders have gone have the islanders ever been a great regular season team even when they were making it to like the conference finals no that's they <clears throat> succeed. They succeed well, it's not in the like, playoffs. It's not which like is, I necessarily have them being succeeds. a great. I to be the okay, third but spot still, in this. It's but still, if I'm if I'm looking at it from a playoffs perspective, in terms of like who, in terms of regular season perspective, sorry. Um, yes, I I completely agree with the assessment. The Rangers are going to be a much better scoring team. Um, the Islanders are going to be a much better overall, especially more so considering their forwards alongside their defense. Um, they're going to be a much better defensive team, especially with just how they've been coached for the last. Um, yeah, I think a co- coaching years. is a big um, thing that you. It's that. You definitely have to hit on when you're talking about this Islanders team because that has yeah. been the one really good strong suit for them where they've been able to overachieve plenty. They've been but overachieving yeah. for so long. And I, I yeah. just think this Rangers team does have too much talent um, to miss the playoffs over a team like the Islanders. The Islanders are the kind of team where I look at them in the playoffs and say they can beat a team to pull off upsets um, because that's where they're the best is in the playoffs. Um, yeah. But I just don't know if they have what it takes to compete against a team like the Rangers in terms I don't, of the regular I don't, season. I don't, I don't see them like, putting up enough points. I don't see them putting up enough points. That right frankly. wing depth, like, ugh, I don't like that. For Rangers the Rangers? Offense. I don't like. It's all, it's, it's all about, it's all about if the, if their draft picks can perform. It's Capo, Capo, Lafreniere. I don't I have like at least it. some, I have at least some faith. I think yeah, you gotta give, but I that's. Think, I think you've got to give these kids a little bit of time. Because it's like the, the, these guys come into the NHL so young. Lafreniere is still only twenty-two. Like y- you've got to give him a little bit of time. Okay. To yeah, develop a little fair. further. Capo Caco can't be much older. Um, I think they're just gonna get better with age. Maybe Caco's probably twenty-one. Caco's also twenty-two. Oh, is um, he? Yeah, and because Capo was even drafted earlier, so he's drafted younger. Um, it's the kind of thing like. 
if you get a breakout season from either one of those guys, then they have this playoff spot easily. I, I don't know. Lafreni has hurt me so much before. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> so I just look at this. I look at that top six, and I just think like, it. Because listen, the, it's the, listen. If they had one per player who I'd consider somebody they need to break out to be successful in their top six, I I can I can buy into that, right? It's the fact that on both lines they have players they need to break out. I don't know, man. I don't like it. It's just, I don't think both of them screams. need to break out. I think just I think one of do. them does. Yeah, but then what? Do you, do you slide Blake Wheeler up in that second spot? Like a 40-year-old Blake Wheeler? I don't I don't think that's that bad of an option. I don't think that's that bad of an option. I don't know. Blake I don't Wheeler, think Blake, Blake Wheeler's is on the second I, line winger anymore in the uh, on a playoffs team. Uh, How good did he uh, do? Last remember, year? remember this is a borderline playoff team. This is not a this is not a um world beater i guess uh, blake, but like blake wheeler blake wheeler put up 55 points in 72 games not bad yeah and he's gonna fall off of that i don't think he's gonna fall off by that much i think he I yeah think the but fall even off like already a... starting to happen you think of what i think the fall off for him was already starting to happen like that's I don't what think i mean this is the fall off year i think it's already happened um oh but you think he's gonna repeat like 40 50 points Maybe a little bit worse, but I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't, don't know. I I don't like much it. Worse. I and when I say that I think the Islanders' defense is better, it's not me saying that I think that the Rangers' defense is bad because any defense that's going to have Adam Fox and Jacob Truba in their top four top four is going to be good. And then obviously you can't poke a hole in Chesterkin. He's one of the best goaltenders in the league, probably top two. <laughs> well, we can say that. Like, uh, it's. These two teams, I think, are just tough. I Because the thing is, like I said, I don't have an issue interchanging either of them, but I will say that I am more confident than the Islanders just because, one, I buy into the system more. There's so many more question marks when it comes to this Rangers team, I feel like. I don't know. I like I like the Islanders more. Yeah, okay. I I, I like the Rangers more. Um, I think the Rangers, for the Rangers, it's a little bit more of a do-or-die year. Um, I think they'll be oh, absolutely. by that. Yeah. I think I think if the Islanders miss the playoffs, there's going to be a lot less hoopla than if the Rangers do. Yeah, well, that's um, a, I I agree with that. I think it is a do or die year, but I think it's going to be die. I think it's going to. I don't know. I think, I, I, I think they're going to die in the playoffs either way. But yeah, um, that's true. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see them missing. I don't see them missing. Okay, fair. Uh, and then we, I think we only have the top two left. I believe. Yeah. Okay. What so order, what this, order do you have the top two in? This is gonna be one of my upsets or one of my uh, okay. big uh, okay. thing. I have the Canes at two, where okay. I think I was curious whether me and you would disagree on this one because uh, we do. We do. Okay. The thing is, I think it'll be respectably, respectfully disagreeing because I can totally see it either way. I think that these are two very, very strong teams, and I do. I, this is another one where I totally think it's a coin flip. Because uh, I love this New Jersey top line. I don't know how much I've talked about this with you or on the podcast. I love that Tyler Toffoli, Jack Hughes, Jesper Bratt. I think that's going to be a lot better than people think it's going to be. And then Timo Meyer, Nico Hichier, Dawson Mercer. Like, God, that's going to be an insane top six. And their Andre defense Pallott is going to be And Eric Halla on your third yeah. and two. Oof. Holtz, Holtz is another Oof. good player. Like you skipped right over him there, but that's still that still, still looks yeah. good. Like they they are going to be a really good team this year. 
And hell, like Luke, uh, it if feels Luke like Hughes starts to play. I was about to say. To? I feel like I haven't heard oh. his name come up in the last couple of years, or not last couple of years. Sorry, last couple of months. But like he, I, this defensive, the, the sky's the limit with the Devils. It's kind of where I'm going with this. Like, I I have been one to discredit their goaltending before, but I do think that it won't weigh them down enough because I. I don't even know how much more confident I am in the Canes goaltending, frankly. But uh, I don't know. Akira Akira Schmidt looked good in the playoffs. He did. That is very true. I don't know if it's a flash in the pan. It could be. Yeah. But hey, what if it's not? It's the Who same argument. Do you pay Aiden Hill after that insane uh, playoff he... run? Yeah. It's, or is it's it another Matt Murray? <laughs> tough to say. I mean, Matt Murray still had good years after that. But. He had one. Yeah, I, I, I do think in terms Fine. of what you say. I'll make, name another one. Disagree. Matt Jones or Martin Jones. Martin Jones. Eh, he's Martin still Jones. like he's not terrible. Um, but I'm I'm looking at. I don't know um, about that. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's a it's a more of a case. But I'm looking at like I, I think respectfully disagreeing is a very good way to put it. Um, I have the Hurricanes above. Um. I just continue to have so much faith in them. I, yeah. They've let me down in the conference finals every year, which sucks. But they're they are a great very team. good. Like it's yeah, the, like the I, funny I, thing I, is, we pretty much just went over the entire Devils roster, just like going like, oh look at that guy, oh look at that guy. But like the funny thing is, you can you do, do the same, the same thing. thing. My, Michael Bunting added to that lineup. Michael yeah. Bunting feels like a hurricane. I don't know what it is, but that yeah. feels. I, like he kind of does, doesn't he? <laughs> like. Hell, you're like, going all the way to the the third line with like, again, not like Jordan Stahl's a world beater anymore, but like Jordan no. Stahl, Still, Jordan but Martin him on a, Jesper Fast as a third that's a line. good third line. That's a good third line. Um, Hell, that defense is your impressive. second line center. Oh like, yeah, adding Dmitry Orlov. Oh is yeah, an underrated move. Um, it's the one probably one of the. We'll best see what version of, of uh, Tony D'Angelo you get. Hopefully not the one with Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's I mean, this goaltending, the funny thing is this goaltending could be very good. Like, uh, Frederick Anderson seems like the type of goaltender where he shows up sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. Antti Ranta has been a lot more consistent, especially in the last year for them. So we'll see who they end up relying on more. I would put my money on Ranta, but uh, we'll see. They're both, like, they're both solid. They're both solid. Um, yeah, no, that goaltender. Yeah. Like, I honestly could see them maybe splitting throughout the year and probably Ranta towards the back end probably getting more more time just because i like him more as a playoff goaltender but uh i mean who knows that's the thing like they really i it's the same thing with boston right where they have two very good goaltenders who they could rely on if they need to they just need one of them to be good it doesn't matter which yeah um either way no matter which of these two teams finishes first I have them, uh, not to tip the hand too much for the playoff stuff, but uh, I have them pretty easily dispatching their first-round opponents and meeting in a second-round series. That will be a good series. That will probably go seven and be one of the best series we've seen in a while. This is a good, fun matchup. Let's see. I'm trying to see if I have the same. I always oh, in, like, Devils versus Canes in the second round. Yeah. I do as well. It's so, a, it's a nice Yeah, matchup. like that's a pretty it's predictable a nice one. matchup. Yeah. It's going to be fun. But uh we can move it's on. It's going to be so fun. We we are now at an hour 10 and we still have half the we still have a conference left. Are yep. we about to we're going to have the longest trick play episode ever, I think. Cuz what's the 
Let's make it even longer by letting giving me ten seconds to check. But what is the longest trip the record? ever? Because it's going it's, to be it's the I, AFC. I don't think the AFC preview was was long. I don't think that's the longest. I think it is. We had two, one more that was longer. Two hours and eight minutes is the. I I can check. I can check. I have it all right here. Uh, I'm gonna try and hopefully the it doesn't pick up the fact that I'm listening to. Okay, so which one do you think? Oh, oh no. It isn't. You're right. The the, the most recent one recent would actually. One. It our most God. We we can't be making this a habit, for my like, because. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it in the our, last, it was our four, it was our. It's the hockey segments that are that are making us go over now. It was I the think you're right. Before, yeah. but it was our. It's our forty minute top line. <laughs> yeah. segment. It it it's going the segment. other way now. That's a good. Se- well, no, I mean you disagree on that. That's a but, great segment. That was a great yeah. segment. If but the funny thing is, you go back segment, through it. That's the best. You go back. Play. It is. It is on the channel. You know, just just saying, it is a segment. It's about thirty minutes long. It's pretty interesting. But uh, anyway, the the record before was the AFC, and then we had a couple shorter ones, and then we basically tied it. We were just a minute under it with the NHL preseason one. And then we absolutely cleared it by three minutes with the Lillard trade, World Series, all that. Which I don't even remember talking. Did we talk about hockey in the in that one? I think it was just the baseball stuff that kind of put us over. In the Lillard one? Yeah, wasn't it? That that's the about- that's the best best line in hockey. That's the forty. Oh, you're totally never mind. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> never mind. Okay. Whatever. We can uh, we can move on. We are now moving into the Western Division. Do you want to save Pacific for last, just because that's going to be fun for us? Yeah. Are we? Are we? Do the... you want to do the? Do you want to do your playoff predictions for the East before we move to the West, or are we going to save that for later? I kind of like doing playoffs last for this, because the okay. thing is, if okay. we do, if we, because think about it like this, it's going to be another hour doing the West, right? So like. I'm thinking of this from a watcher. I'm thinking of you, you viewer. You are not going to remember what our playoff predictions were by the end of this. Because God knows I won't. So, Because I'm not going to remember who you had. So we can do playoffs last, I think. I think that makes the most All sense. Right. But uh, do, we can, do you want to start in Central? Do that? Because sure. that's probably, that's probably <laughs> less interesting. We should get that over with. It's, uh, I think the Central will be our quickest one. Okay, so who do you have at number seven? This is, this is, this, okay, let me, let me actually just like, bitch about this division for a little bit before we actually get into it this division sucks this is the least fun division it's so boring even uh, aside from the avalanche even the good teams are boring the stars are very good but they're so boring the wild are good but they're so boring there's nothing exciting about this division they all suck and i hope other than the abs i'd i'd rather have like the kings and canucks in the playoffs than this shit um i hate this division Anyways, oh, I've got Canucks? the last. Oh, that says that says a lot about how much you hate this division. Because there is not. Like this division. Listen, this isn't really even my don't. bias. I do not like watching Canucks hockey. I'm gonna be straight yeah, up with I, you. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in Vancouver. I so you kind of have to. Cool shit. Yeah, that, that might as well. I don't know. It'd be funny to watch the Flames whip them in a first round series. But oh, I would love um, that. That sounds amazing. That would be that. That would be so fun for me. Oh my oh, god! I, know. I get to show up, <laughs> show up to Rogers Arena and duck my way through the riots on the way out. Get absolutely Ooh. beaten to death in the streets. Yeah, <laughs> those, those Rogers Arena, those Rogers Arena top decks go up pretty steeply. I'm gonna be falling to the ice. <laughs> 
Only I'm, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching from, from my. Uh, I'm going to be watching from my couch and just see Caleb flying from the fu- from the fucking stands. That you get thrown onto the ice. The uh, most that we will. It'll be the most dramatic end to a podcast of all time. And strangely, it looks like a Flames jersey has been tossed on the ice after they won the the series. That's oh no, there's a person in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it's gonna be that's gonna be the, the red the, isn't just from the jersey oh god <laughs> god now i see what they mean about flames fans bleeding red oh god <laughs> <laughs> okay we It'll can move fun. on we'll, to the we'll, central <laughs> we'll get some publicity from it oh yeah i'll write as as i as i put my dying breath i'll write <laughs> sub two trick play on the ice in my own blood <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be great be it'd be like the worst <laughs> oh that'd be just terrific okay coyotes they're at eight let's move to seven jets you have all jets right jets. At seven. i have jets at seven i'm not big on the jets. okay okay i am not big on the jets either but at the same not time not that low um i can't ignore even how even with how good bedard is probably going to be I fair, cannot say fair, that this Chicago yeah. Blackhawks team, which I think was potentially the worst, one of the worst teams I've seen in a while last year. Um, they yeah, made some they were bad. To elevate them to average, but I don't think they're going to be any better than seven. Um, yeah, I, I the thing is, I just don't like the Jets. Like I, I one second, I'm gonna pull up their roster just so I can actually get some visual to work with the here. Jets, but... The Jets, I think, are going to be mediocre. They're just boring. They're just boring. They're yeah. not bad. They're just boring. No, cause the thing is, I, I'd still say they're bad. Like, when I look at this team, sure. Like, Kyle Connor's going to do fine. Mark Shifley, he's fine. Like, this team's fine. Their defense is they're, pretty they're, bad. They have a decent like, top six. They have a decent top six. It's like... I don't, I don't know. Seven I don't feels like low. Boring is Josh a good word Morrissey for it. Morrissey is really great. They're this is boring. to be fair boring. to be fair i can't say that my my uh big upset thing was definitely saying that the black Sox black hawks were uh six i can definitely say that just having them in front of them i just like i don't know there's a little bit of me that like could see you know the bedard uh that whole thing with chicago maybe elevating that team a little but uh we'll see Taylor uh, Hall, yeah, baby! I, MVP season it, again! <laughs> it could happen. I mean, like, I, I was debating putting the Blackhawks higher. Um, yeah. But as much as I can hate the combination of Blues, Jets, Preds in terms of how boring all those teams are, um, I can't <laughs> say they're going to be more boring. I can't say. Well, the Blackhawks, I think, will be exciting just on the fact of Bedard. But I yeah. can't say that they're going to be better than those God, teams that just team's because I be, think they're more entertaining. The media is going to be so annoying with that. It's going to be very are. annoying. Yeah, it's like LeBron it, times two. I mean, yeah, like, even just with today, where the, the, the assist, Bedard yeah, you gets put... a secondary assist. I already talked about this, but he gets a secondary assist. And the no, you didn't talk about it on the podcast. You, we talked about that Oh, before. did I not? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Well, Bedard, Bedard got a secondary assist. It was a nice pass, but... Yep. Again, they're they're zooming in on him like he scored the goal. Um, to be fair, it is first but, point, so I kind of get it. But like at the same time, maybe played, who scored the goal? Well. Do you even know who scored the goal? I have no clue who scored. The yeah, goal. exactly. Like it's, and, and I'm sure they weren't doing a good job showing who scored the goal either. <laughs> if you don't even remember, yeah. right? Like uh, I don't even remember. That's the thing. Like Probably, every yeah. single point for Bedard is gonna be like that. But we can move on. I I think if we sit, 
on the Jets, Blackhawks, Coyotes, who, you know, we don't even have to talk about. Then we're going to be here forever. Because uh, the truth is they're, they're all going to suck, and that's that's what it is, right? Like I don't think I – we can talk about the Jets more later, uh, maybe, because I, I actually don't have them as <laughs> you do. Oh, really? Where do you yeah. have them? Or do you not I have them I have them at I, – I mean, I have them at five. We can talk. Okay. Like, well, who do you have it, at six, then? I have the Nashville Predators. I okay. just like I had the Preds above the Blackhawks. I had the or I sorry, know, I have I'm the just, and and the Jets in this case. It's the kind of thing where I just like Yeah, like there these teams are all going to be close. Um I it's just like I, these teams feels like I, I like the Predators. Yeah, I like the Predators more. I like Saros I it's just as a like, goaltender. Well, the thing Saros, is I guess you can say the same is, thing about the Saros Jets. Saros is going to Sorry, yeah, they again. The goaltending is a wash. Um, yeah. I think the Jets are a lot better than the Preds. Um, Although the Preds' defense is certainly better. The forward depth for the Preds makes True. me want to tear my eyes out. You you get past yeah. uh, Forsberg and O'Reilly, and then it's just a team of nothing. Forsberg, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty are rough. You, are you hopping on the Yuso Parsonen train or the Kiefer Sherwood train? I'm not saying I listen. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that this I don't division know. sucks. It this does suck. Sucks. Do you want to just like kind of run is, through this? Okay, this Blues is, this is number four. Division. Who do you have at four? I have the Blues at four. Okay, uh, great. Who do you have at three? <laughs> okay, wait. That, that's just. I, I, I do want to. I do want to. Okay, we can talk about the Blues. I also have the Blues I don't think. Four. I don't think they're that bad. I think there's no, a considerable gap between. I, I I actually I think the gap. I think you're underrating the Jets quite a bit. I think the gap is between oh, yeah. Pred. I think it's Preds, Blackhawks, Coyotes very clearly at the bottom, and I think the Jets are a step above that. Because you remember they are they were a playoff team last year and they did not get that much worse. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but I don't think they're that bad of a team. And if they made the playoffs, I don't know. This year I like the Blues a lot more than I like the Jets. I don't know. I don't know. Like Blues Jets is an interesting because like at least I, when I look when I look at the Blues, I at least like what I'm seeing. Where like like i don't know it's man. just that the jets it, a lot are of it's boring. gut a lot of it's gut i like the blues i think the gut feeling is that the jets are just such a boring team Maybe. this whole division which is why Maybe. i don't feel good about any of it um but i can't deny looking at um like a top six of cal connor mark sharp shifley gabriel velarde who's not that bad nikolai ehlers cole perfetti True. nico niederreiter that's not that bad uh i have follow larry mason appleton as a third line it's not that bad um mm. it's a pretty decent forward core um it's not they're not going to be world beaters but they're going to be better than the preds blackhawks and coyotes by quite a bit just because of those like three first three lines because i'm looking at that third line um of i guess yeah Winnipeg, I, and i'm saying like well, i don't know any of those guys i think i'm underrating than... mark shifley a little bit too Maybe that's it. I don't Shifley's know. Shifley's a good player. He's Shifley's a good player. player. He's yeah, old. no, I'm not. He's old, I, but he is I, I wouldn't well, have given. He's I not even that. I wouldn't have given. <laughs> I wouldn't have given him that extension. No, but, God, no, 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 no. Of course not. But I don't think they were going to keep him without that type of deal. He wanted no. long term. No. I, I have a funny feeling it was seven years or he walks. Same thing with uh, yeah Hallibuck. Hallibuck makes sense. Well, Hellebuck till he's 37 is hard to convince me. 
it's pretty that's pretty rough i i don't like it i like it for the jets i don't like it for halibut halibut no. wants to win something he no, he's so much. he's not gonna win it. He could have fetched so much money. He could have. We yeah. Well, I mean, there could be. There's. Spots. Who knows, right? Like, because the thing is, the Jets with a team like this, I just see them as being mediocre. Like, cause right, Shifley's fine, right? But like, and like you said, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. But do you see them? And they're locked into quite a few big deals. I believe Kyle Connor just like I think he got paid like one or two years ago. Like they have a couple big deals on this team where that are gonna keep them. Just outside of contending, I think. And I don't know. I I think they're going to be uh, pretty mediocre for years to come. But, uh, I mean, who knows? I, I Maybe I am underrating them. I agree, I, but I do think you're underrating them. I think they're a, okay. I think they are, in, in a weak Western Conference, I think they are a fringe playoff team for the next Ooh. couple of years. Okay. Well, who knows? Who knows? I do, have the, I do have the Blues. I do have the Blues with the edge. Do you have a... Who do there. you have at three? Um... I have a very boring, um, very, this is where I, I said to you before the podcast, my picks are very chalky, um, yeah. just to spill the beans on the, my entire top three. It's the exact same as last year. I'm not compelled to change it. Year. I have the wild at three. Okay. Um, well then me and you have the same. Year. Um, it's because none of these rosters have really changed all that much. I'm looking at uh, yeah. with this daily face off thing. They so just to be clear, new, just to be clear, wild, wild stars abs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, uh, you're, I, and I agree. Like, it's just, it's just how it is. Like, it's the, that's the order these teams are probably going to be in. Like, yeah, like, cause the funny thing is the wild's n- good. None of the these teams, none of these teams have that much turnover. I don't think there's going to be that much different. Um, I think there is one big addition from like, I mean, you can, you can talk about Jonathan Drouin all you want. Uh, yeah. but I think there's one big addition um from all three of these teams that makes a difference yeah 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 um i'll, like, ta- I'll uh, talk about i'll talk about duchene more a little a little bit later i but well let's talk about it now honestly because i don't okay. i seriously don't have anything to say about the wild truthfully i i don't the wild know. are such a boring franchise well it's just the type of thing where like you're you're totally right the word the thing that i would use to describe it is nothing's changed this is the same team i saw last year like right at least when i look at this dallas team it's like Sure, it's I think Duchesne pretty much the same. I think Bruce I Shane, agree. Duchesne brings I th- I think that Duchesne is very underrated. I think if and just looking at the line they have him on there, Marchment, I could see Ben sliding in there. A line of Jamie Ben, Matt Duchesne, and Tyler Seguin that could be a lot of fun. Line. It's a great that could line. be a lot of fun. Like and the funny Dad thing is, we can talk all we we can we don't even have to talk about how good Jason Robertson, Ruby <coughs> Rupe Hints, and Joe Pavelski is. Like that we is your top line set in stone forever. Yeah, yeah. Like I had that as my f- best line, right? Like because that's just and I had it as my number two, and I wasn't that, exactly. Like you go down this defense, they're great goaltender. They've got Jake Ottinger, the absolute curse that he is. But like, uh, I mean, what else do you have to say, right? I. I, I just don't like because all the funny thing is like you like you said we could talk about Duchesne for quite a while and what he adds to this Dallas team but truthfully it just comes down to yeah he's gonna add a lot yeah he's gonna add more than um, what they had before Minnesota does which is like I Minnesota's better than the rest of the teams in this division other than the Stars and the funny and thing Avs, is like the Avs the Avs are the team that we we probably should talk about the most because they do have the most turnover but even then. It's still the same core guys, right? It's just like a couple depth moves 
Really? Yeah, there, there's technically a lot of roster turnover, but I'm not looking at this as anything all that different from last year. No, of course um, not. The defense is the same. Because, um, like, I've I've talked to you a bit about this. I know I'm higher on Drew M than uh, you are, but I still think that uh, I still think this team's going to be easily number one. I think that Dallas might put up a fight, but I don't think it'll be that big of a fight. I think the Avs are the best in. Uh, not not to not to show my hand, but I think the Avs are the best team in the West, and I don't think it's close. So, I think the uh, I think the Avs are good. I I think they're the best team in this division. Um, oh, okay. by, again, <laughs> I, I, I have them. I have them at one. Um, I think their their depth is getting a little bit more tested. Um, I do think yeah. they have some good Fair. pieces in there. Thomas Tatar as a third line winger Thomas is pretty Sattar respectable. Is nice. Miles That's Wood nice is pretty piece. good, but that fourth line's pretty rough. I don't think that Andrew Cogliano should not be on a team this good anymore. <laughs> Andrew Cogliano feels like someone who retired seven years ago. He was on the like, Ducks in 2016, and nobody from the Ducks on 2016 should still be in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> Other than John yeah, Gibson. That's... John Gibson gets the pass on that one, but like the rest John of Gibson the... gets a pass on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like... We'll see. I, I, you forget. I mean, the Colorado's obviously very good. They've been talking to the NHL for the last few years, but they went and that defense. They went out with a whimper last year. That defense looks really good again, and it'll be like God. Oh my God! I could not talk enough about how much I love that top line, and then just Bowen Byram on that second pairing. Josh Manson's respectable. Like that entire defense is nuts. The defense is very good. I think they're going to be a very good team. I think they will. Um, yeah, I, I have them as the uh, number yeah, one team it's, in the conference. Regular if you, if like either this. of us would have had anybody else, you could have taken us behind the bar. Like, at this, we shouldn't be talking about sports. Right? Like, that's that's seriously how I look at it. They're like, a great team. They're I, a great I do, team. I, I, think, I think the Stars are closer than you think, just not because the oh, are oh, sure. the Stars Oh, are sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, like, but, I, I just don't think it's going to be that close. I think the Avs are still that spectacular. I think they have, yeah. like, that little bit more than what Dallas has. Do I think that that's truly what is going to happen in the playoffs? Who knows? You'll have to stick around. But, I mean, we'll see. We can move on to the Pacific, though. This might be a, this will be a fun one, I think. Because yeah. we've, okay. we've got a lot to talk about, I think. This will be the next 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to hell. Okay, so, so why do you have the Sharks at eight? <laughs> the suck. Oh my god, this is going to be the worst team in the history of sports. They're so um, bad. Oh my god. Have you seen their new jerseys? This is completely random. But oh, like, they, have, they have new jerseys? They have kind of new jerseys. This is like an alternate, I think. They look like practice jerseys. Oh, is it not good? They're not... Well, I like the logo. Oh, I accidentally looked up Sharks New Jersey, and it's, it's giving me a thing for Sharks in New Jersey. Um... <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I'd have to find it. I have to find it. I saw it on Instagram the other day. I'm not, Where I'm not is seeing it? a whole lot. I'm not different. seeing it either. I, now. Why am I not seeing it? Am I? Was this just like something that I like? Come on, I totally up. saw. It. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking now. I hope not, because I remember. They don't. One second. I'm, I'm looking at them. And I might have to. If I have to send it to you on Instagram, I'll do that. But uh, we'll see. Give me a second. Oh no! I found it. The oh, 
Oh, is it a practice jersey? Is that? I think it might. Is it the one with the fin coming out of the water? No. Oh, on the shoulder, yeah. Okay. But it's like, it is a practice jersey, I think. But the reason I was confused is I could have swore that uh, practice jerseys or custom practice jerseys weren't allowed anymore. Mm. Which is something that uh, happened over the summer that I really wanted to talk on. But I don't think we ended up getting a chance. But uh, it's... If that's the case and they're letting an exception for that, then I'm I'm kind of pissed. But we don't we can whatever. Anyway, Canucks at seven. That's where. Uh, where yep. Yep. I also have them at seven. As much as I um made them that whole situation that we played through would be yeah. fine. I mean they they've got like it's not bad like they're 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 not they're they're significantly better than the Sharks. Let's just give them that. Oh yeah. They're gonna they're still gonna be a frustrating watch. It's gonna be I mean, frustrating. Yeah, like they're, they're, I've I've been fairly high on Demko in the past. He could maybe well one second. He's another guy I want to look at the stats for before I say anything too egregious. But I don't I don't know how much I trust him necessarily as the official starter. I don't know. Uh, you know how depth much I like is, it. Yeah, only a nine oh one save is, percentage, three sixteen, one shutout. Not very respectable I think, numbers. <laughs> I think the Canucks' depth is actually sneaky good. Um, yep. Pius Suter as a third-line center, I really like. Um, Bovillier, I was about to say, he's the center, he's I the guy like. that sticks out to me. That defense isn't terrible Oaklander. all the way through. It's, like, when uh, you look at this roster, it's not as bad as you might think. It's I'm looking just, at the left wing. It's just I, I would have a very hard time putting them in front. Well, you know what? I'm going to pull up my number six. So give me a second. You're going to put Canucks at six? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm pulling keep... up my number six to take a peek at them. Okay. I, I'm thinking... I, I'd i have a hard time doing that, I think. I, I still think I like uh, the team I have at number six more. But, uh, I mean, eh. You never know, right? I You know what? I'd say it's very even between my seven and six. But we can... Do you want to talk? Do you want to move into six? Sure. I think I have a different okay. team at six than you do. But... Uh, ducks. I do not have the Ducks at six. Okay, well, where do you have them higher up, or do you want to wait? Do, do you want to wait to talk about them then? Oh, we can talk about them now. I don't think it's going to be that different. I still have them. I have them at five. I have them still missing the playoffs. Okay, do you have the five. Kings at six? Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay, well then, me, me, we can talk about that then because I think they're pretty interchangeable. The Ducks and Kings. Yeah. I at least like on paper when I look at these two teams because they have they have I some think... young pieces. A couple things go right, and they could be okay, but uh, this 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 prediction for me is that things go poorly for um, the Kings, and things go very well for the Ducks because I think the Kings have a better roster, especially yeah, no, I, at, like, I like top agree. nine. Um, that defense for LA is pretty rough, though. Um, yeah, well, that's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, not like it is, not like it's that much better for the Ducks. I just trust. Um, I trust uh, the Ducks' young stars a lot more than I trust anything on the Kings. Um, I oh, think okay. They're, so they're like, just Trevor Trevor Zegers is just. You trust Zegers more as a first line center than you do Kopitar at this point. Yeah, I do. Um, okay. I mean, I'm not. I'm not judging it. it. I just think it's. Uh, I think it's a. Uh, it's a conversation to have for sure. It's a conversation that I do think there's some interesting guys who are out right now. 
um, for the Ducks that will come back in. Hopefully, I don't know how long-term these injuries are, but um, look, Alex Kalorn they have. Um, I don't know how long right. he's going to be out, but he will be great as a veteran Leo Carlson. in this lineup. Leo Carlson is a young defenseman um, that'll bolster that defense that's not looking Leo... terrible. It's, it's, it's I might, the... I might... Can't, is Leo Carlson going to retire still? Yeah, he's a center. Oh, is he a center? I, I, because like you said that so confidently that I was like, there's no way. There's no. I'm thinking of maybe I'm thinking of Eric Carlson. Um, either yeah, way, maybe. I well because um, I didn't. And, and I was I, thinking in my I, head when like, I look I was up like, e, when I look 90%. up Leo Carlson on Daily Faceoff, all I get is um, a gif of Homer Simpson going into a bush. So. Uh, <laughs> incredible i was like oh i wonder what position leo carlson plays oh well who who knows <laughs> <laughs> okay well there you go well he plays center i was like well I, you even that had me helps. confused for to be clear you had me question it because i was stuttering to say on whether i wanted to ask if he would say i think he's a center because i was like am i gonna end up looking really stupid <laughs> but uh i mean yeah no i totally get it like uh because I think he'll be good when he comes back. I, I, uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see where he slides in on this Damn. roster. That's crazy. He's younger than me. You know, isn't oh, that man. wild? You know what? Can, can we crazy. talk about this for a second? Because I had yeah. a really, uh, big I feel old moment this t- earlier today because I was watching a Connor Bedard interview. And, uh, I, this is a conversation. I think I've told you that, or I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. It's not like it's a, anything anything big but i i've said before that this is my last year playing competitive hockey i know simon chiskovsky hockey retirement isn't that wild last dance all that you know i've been playing for 14 years that is the exact number of hockey years of competitive hockey i've played and the funny thing is like i uh at this point i 90 percent of the reason i play is because uh my girlfriend me and her have played on the same team for three years now and uh this is her last year technically of being able to play it and god knows my willingness to actually try anymore is completely out the window so and i like i got out there for the first game last wednesday and my knees (laughs) i felt so old out there like i don't know i don't know what it was and i know there's gonna be people watching this who are gonna be like oh poor you you're 18 but it was one of those things where it's like you know, you know what I mean. Like compared to when you are what you are as a kid, and then I hear like I watched a Connor Bedard the interview the other day where he was like talking about how excited he was to play in the NHL, and he was like, you know, I've been as as much of a new adventure this is. I have been playing hockey for fourteen years, and I'm excited for another twenty. I was like, ah, oh, good for you, <laughs> <laughs> you you dick. Oh, it's crazy. Our, our NHL draft year has passed. It's so wild. I know. Isn't that wild? Come on, Flames. It's not if too you, late. I can get drafted in 19. Yeah. Have you, you? I'm going to have the, to send my tape. You should see me in yeah. rack. You should see my absolutely elite back checking, which is absolutely not existent at this point. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we can, we can move on. Uh, I'm kind of happy we got rid of Ducks and Kings there in pretty much one foul swoop. Who do you have it for? I have... I don't... I... I think this is again pretty chalky. Um, I have the Seattle Kraken kind of repeating what okay, they did last I do too. year and sliding yeah. in at four. Yeah. I have Kraken at four. I think they're a good lineup. Um, Kyler Yamamoto on this team did not realize that. Um, oh yeah. I think he's pretty underrated. I think he'll 
perform well there. Um, the a lot of people, I've seen team. a lot of stuff about him where a lot of people seem to think they have a lot of really good depth on this team. I'll say that first. But it's a great, it's a like, great, it, it's, it reminds you of Vegas, not just because they're oh, yeah. both expansion teams that have overperformed, but just in terms of how good the depth is. That's what's great about those Vegas teams. The thing right, is, is, the that thing that, that I did want to hit, the thing I did want to hit with this is I think that the Kraken absolutely have the potential to jump a couple spots here. I yep. think out of all the teams agree. we've talked about, I think a lot of these are pretty much like stuck in like a position where they might jump one or they might fall one or they might jump two. I totally think if the Kraken, everything goes right for them, like uh, Matty Beniers, I hate saying that last name. I always say it wrong. Beniers? Is that right? Is it not Beniers? Is it not Beniers? Is it Beniers? I think it's just Beniers. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure I'm getting it right. Because I have a funny feeling I'll be saying a lot in a lot in the next 15 years. Because I think he's going to be a very good player. And I think if yeah. he comes out into that this season, we could see a really good Kraken team this year. Like, uh, I cannot emphasize that enough. I think they could be really, really good. I, I'm i not confident enough in it, though, to put them above the team I, teams I have. All above the three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much it for me. I, th- I think that I, I'd feel weird putting them anywhere below four, but I totally see the potential. I think they're pretty in a tier of their own in this division because I've kind of been talking about groupings. I think they're, I think in this division there's like Canucks, Sharks, Ducks, Kings. I think the Kraken are kind of in a tier of their own where they're not yeah. quite top three, um, but they're significantly better than anybody else in the division. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs, and I don't think it will be um, particularly close. I have them um, making the playoffs. I think, as well. I think, I think they'll, yep. I think they'll have a pretty good cushion for that. Yeah, I agree. I think they are much better than the Kings especially, or Ducks, especially so. with how weak this conference is in general. It's just not gonna. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Like, uh, I don't disagree at all. I think it's the type of thing where the Kraken, the sky's the limits with this team. They have the potential yep. to jump a lot of teams in front of them. And that, that being that, said, that they, playoff run was inspiring. Like yeah. their, oh, for their sure. performance in the playoffs and, last year. But I, the funny thing is I'm not even thinking of their performance in the playoffs when I say that. I'm more just looking at this team on paper and thinking like <sighs> Oh, it's I think it's both. I think it's both. It's a well, roster that's so full of death and it's a and it's a um But they have a lot of players where like it let's say Beniers doesn't necessarily turn into a world beater in this season, right? He needs another year. I still think this team's a playoff team. I'm I oh, have them oh, at yeah. four. Like, to be clear, I have four. I have them at four as like a like or not ceiling, like a floor. A floor. Yeah. Yeah. I would like agree. their ceiling, I think, could realistically be. I think that they have everything they that it takes to potentially win this division. I agree. I'm, I would agree. I don't. Think I think that. that uh, I, I think. I don't think it is. Take. I think in at the end of the day, I think that this team. If everything goes right, if everything goes right, because there are a couple teams above them where like they're not as much needs to go right for it to happen. But if it goes right, this team will be a very hard to be team to beat out of the West and could potentially yeah. give Colorado a lot of issues. Cause like I said, I thought that Colorado was significantly the best team in the West. I think this t- Kraken team could give them a run for their money. If they get that far, like they, like they did, like they did, like they did. Yeah. And I think they're even better. Right? Like, I think it just comes down yeah. to that. I think they've improved quite a bit. I think they're going to... I feel like four is just because I want... I'm going to sit them right on the floor and I'm going to let them prove me wrong. 
Yeah, anyway, I, we can we can move on. I think uh, this is where me and you are going to start different. If I were to guess, I think so. I think so. Who do you have at three? three. Well, you go first. Um, Okay. I have... um, Now, you may look at me and you may say, um, are you seriously going with another homer pick? Um, And to that I say, um, I think this Oilers team is way too overrated to be better than the Flames this year. I'm putting them at three. Okay. Um, I do not have the Oilers there. I just don't have a lot of um, confident. Like they're gonna make the playoffs, and it's we can have this conversation. Really close. Well, the one thing I want to talk about with this Oilers team is I and I, I diss this top line a lot. To be clear, I talk a lot of crap about it. That second line is the best second line in hockey, and it's not close. Yeah, it's not even know. remotely <laughs> close. This is. I just want to say. That this is probably the best depth we've seen from the Oilers in a long time, and that has been my main, main thing I like to beat on when it comes to their stuff. I don't like the defense. I will say that top line. I've been a big. I like Evan Bouchard. I like him as a defenseman. I like Darn. Well, Darnell Nurse is fine. He's good. He's a top line pair, top line defenseman. Cody Brett Kulak, serviceable. Sir Brett Kulak is still very serviceable second line defenseman. Cody Cece, eh? You'll get away with it. And then on and so forth, right? Like, it's just goaltending we can talk about all we want where it's just the type of thing where, like, one of them needs to show up. It doesn't matter which. We've had a couple teams like that, right? Like, I don't know. I yeah, can, like, I look, think this Oilers this team roster, is it makes decent me think enough. I think they're good. Like, it's obviously, like, this is a, this is a podcast from Calgary. We're going to yeah. be lower on the Oilers than most people. I just think, like... It's kind of like the Leafs. Um, maybe I, I'm not giving them enough credit. I kind of want to wait season. to say where where the Oilers are for me, but I will say that uh, I think that I think that they. I don't know. I have a hard time putting them out of the top two, just because I do really like that offense. I think that uh, I think that they have a really really. I have no matter what you think about Connor Brown and Evander Kane, Connor McDavid being on your top line makes your top six elite. And I think that, like I said, that depth is good enough. It'll get by. And I think that uh, as all they need is their goaltending to show up, and they're they're top two to me. It doesn't take much. Yeah, I I I don't know. I think when I'm looking at this Oilers team, they could be higher. Like I, I'm looking at it, and I'm second guessing it a little bit. Um, but I, it's just like I need to see. It's I I say it's similar to the Leafs in that. They are rolling out one of the best on-paper lineups, um, but I just haven't seen it be proven. I haven't seen it be proven okay. for the Leafs, despite the lineups they've pulled up, rolled out, and I haven't seen it be proven for the Oilers. They can wax poetic about the thing how they've fair, lost the... to the team that's won the Stanley Cup the last couple years, but, like, I don't care. Show me on the ice. It's just, with all of the hype and attention this team gets, you'd think they've won a couple cups by now, um, okay. but they haven't shown anything like that. So, do you want to... I'm trying to figure out of how I want to do this here. So you have the Oilers at three, right? Yeah. Okay. So who do you have at two? At two, I have the Flames. Okay. Um, now, I could... This is just... This isn't even like... This is where I go gut feeling more than anything. Um, yeah. Because this isn't even because I do think... There's a, there's a couple reasons I can give 
as to why I think the Flames will be a much better team. I think coaching number one, um, especially with all of the stuff that's come out um, in the last few, like players, I, again, I was a bigger Daryl De- Sutter defender than most, but with all the stuff that's come out, the players hated it. Um, Huberto has come out and said like he was not having fun, like it was one of the worst seasons mentally he's had since entering the league. Um, and it's just like, I think it really affected everybody. I wouldn't be shocked if it affected Markstrom and he can bounce back from that. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it was basically everybody. Um, but it's not exactly thing, like Daryl Sutter is known for being nice to his goaltenders. Just to point it out. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think with this flames team, I think their lineup is worse than last year, but I don't think it's all that far removed from the lineup that people uh, were saying was going to win the West. Um, I think losing to Foley is huge. I think that's really that's rough. Um, but I also think that um, adding in some of the youth is going to perhaps balance it out. Um, I think Igor on that second line is rough right now, but I'm hoping that we can balance that out a little bit. I hope we see Pel- Peltier come back healthy, and I think that can provide a huge boost to this lineup. Um, I'm really liking it. Like I do think we have some really good depth. Um, if the young players perform, we've got... Again, like I think on defense, we still have one of the better D cores in the league with Anderson, yeah, for Weaver, sure. Hannafin, Tanev, Zadorov. I think like, I think this Flames defense doesn't get talked about enough because uh, I don't think at so. the end of the day, I fully think that uh, that top four is very very good. I think Mackenzie Weger has turned himself into one of the best defensive defensemen in the league. I think that doesn't get talked about a lot. That Noah Hannafin Rasmus Anderson defensive pairing will always be very solid. Zadorov has turned into yeah. a good player on his own right. And then you could really yep. throw anybody next to Tanev. We've seen that. It doesn't matter who's there, Tanev will shut it down, right? Like, he's the guy who, he's all reliable, right? And he'll continue to be that for the Flames. He's the perfect, ideal third-pairing defenseman. And yep. I will say, do you want to know where my where I have the Flames? Do you have them at one? I have them at one. And I, I want to get it, I, I want to have the chance biased. to talk about it. We're biased. I don't think that's that because here's my other thing there can I, mean, I, I go through i go through all the reasons why i can like objectively say that i think they'll be very good um but there's also an underlying aspect of this team in the past five years has been very predictable following a pattern they yeah. will be very good and, and i wanted to say underachieve and I then they will to be very good again i i've it. said a lot of these things before and I'm going to I'm going to repeat a lot of things I've said in either past podcasts or conversations with a lot of people. But when I look at this team, I see a lot of things, and a lot of things are a lot of them are very good things. I think this is very similar to how I felt about the 2014-2015 Flames. I've said that before. I think we have a lot of very young players who all have a very big chance in my opinion of breaking out. For example, I think Coronado is going to be a very if if we do follow fall into the potential that I think they have, I think Coronado is going to have an incredible rookie season, probably top three for the Calder would be my prediction. If not top two, and I don't. And the funny thing is, I know how much how confident people are in the Connor Bedard Logan Cooley battle. I think in January we're going to be talking about Bedard Coronado. Because, uh, and believe me, I'm high on Cooley, but I think what I've seen from Coronado, and I'm, I know, look at, look at the jersey I'm wearing. I'm biased. But, like, I when I see this team, I see a team that can win. I think this is a very, very, very good team if everything goes right. Because, like I said, that defense is incredible. 
I could say a lot of things about that defense. I think it's going to be really good. I think that a big issue that the Flames had last season was power play, and I think and I hope that that will be solved under Mark Savard. I think we've already seen quite a bit of that, where we're just seeing a different style. We're seeing it's a and like you said, like how bad the coaching was last year has to that has to be talked about because even with yeah. think about it like this, a thing that I remember hearing a lot is like just think, just think about how we were nearly a playoff team last year as well, right? We were close. Imagine and we had so much go wrong. Imagine this team where everything goes right is kind of where I'm going with this, right? Where I think that if everything goes right, Jacob Markstrom bounces back. Dustin Wolf ends up sliding in that backup spot, ends up being really good in that position. Hell, even if Vladar ends up having a good year, like Vladar isn't bad. Like Vladar He's not bad. Great. I I've been hating on him a lot. Well, not even hating. It's just the fact that I really like Dustin Wolf as a goaltender. I like him more. But I wouldn't be mad if we saw Vladardis back up again. The only reason I would ever be mad about it is the fact that I just... I don't like... Uh, I, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't like the fact that we have to slide him in for... I don't like that you can't have three goaltenders on the roster and them all get play, playing time. Yeah. That's, where, that's the thing I'm trying to find, right? Where it's just like, he's good. We could really... I think the Flames... And Conroy, I think, kind of showed his hand a little bit with this quote, but he said that uh, they're not just going to go up and trade Vladar just because everybody wants them to. They're going to wait until somebody shows their hand. Um, like, yeah. you know, like a big goaltender getting injured and then he can slide on a spot. Cough, cough, Tampa! But uh, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, the Flames should be working the phones to get Vladar to Tampa. Yeah, um, like that's that's an I think, easy. I one, think if right? Vladar goes to Tampa, they are they immediately are like I I could think of switching them for the Leafs just in terms of I think that will make their first two months significantly better because Vladar. I can I agree. Win. Um, I like Vladar a lot more team, than I like Johansson. I can tell you that for free. Yeah, I would agree. Even though I do think, uh, but like Johansson even be I think. I just think, like, the funny thing is I think the Flames have quietly solved a lot of the issues they had last year. Where I think that the one thing that nothing changed with is going to be goaltending. That's going to be the biggest question going into this season where that was the big that was the big issue last year. We just couldn't get consistent goaltending. Markstrom letting in first shot goals. Us sucking in the first period. All of these things, right? Like, they just were so consistent where I feel like a lot of them, like, with goaltending, it's a, I almost feel like it's more a culture thing. And now that we have Sutter out of the building, now that we have a more youth-centered culture, let's say Markstrom does suck. I guarantee you Husk is going to be quicker to pull up Dustin Wolf than Sutter was. I guarantee oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Well, like Sutter the, just hates anybody who's young. Like Give it 10 games. If Markstrom sucks through the first 10, we will see Wolf on the starting, in the roster. That is yeah. my promise. I think yeah. that... That is the one thing that I see with this team. I think that there is a lot of potential just in the fact that we will no longer have that stubborn coach still who is unable to, willing to change anything, even if it wasn't working. I think we're finally going to be able to see it. To, like, just, God, just the Flames under good coaching, right? Because, like, okay, look, follow me here, right? Just think about it like this. On paper, all of these players, you're just looking at the talent. I like it a lot. Just look at it like that, right? Because, like, Huberto, Lindholm, Dylan Dubé. Dylan Dubé obviously weighs down that first line quite a bit. He's still a good player. I think Dubé is still a great player. He's still a great player. He is, he's underrated. He's not a first-line player. 
I, yeah. We can both agree on that. Lindholm has had a lot of very good years. Huberto has had a lot of incredible years. Like, and you were hating on Sharon Govich being in that second line spot, but to be honest with you, I like him in the second line spot more than I like Dubay in I the need, first line. Oh, I need Mangiapane up in that second line. Eh? Okay, I agree with you there. <laughs> but, like, I like Mangiapane more than I like Sharon Govich, but I think either of them is more than respectable at that second line spot if they show up. Because that has been Mangiapane's issues at times, where we've seen him have, in, like, uh, here. I want to get the stats right on this, so I'm actually going to... Give me a second. Quick Google search. But uh, Mangiapane had a really, really good season in that year that we lost to Edmonton. Where he had... One second. Give me a second. He had a very solid 35 goals, 20 assists. In that year, we lost to Edmonton in 2021-2022. Last year, he had a fall-off where he only had 17 goals, 26 assists, 43 points. I think that if he can get... Think about it like this. If you... If he bounces back and goes... Because that's... He's a player that not a lot of people are talking about, I don't think. Where he absolutely could bounce back. Right? Like, that's another guy who could bounce back. Because it's not like he... The people, the argument people are making about Lindholm is the fact that he's no longer playing with Goudreau and Goudreau was amplifying his stats. Mangiapane never played with mm. Goudreau. And he didn't play with... I don't believe he played much with Kachuk either. Like, no. like well, that's, a little bit. A little, a little bit. A little, but bit. like not much. Like, I would definitely not make the argument that either of those stars amplified his stats. I think it's just... It's totally just a culture thing. Where I think that if he is given the opportunity, he will bounce back. And I think that is the case with a lot of these Flames players. And I actually feel fairly confident in my pick of having them at number one. I, yeah, I I agree on a lot of cases. I, I think having them at one is not that outlandish, especially just because I think the historical precedent for it is huge. Um, again, after seasons where they were immensely disappointing, they came back. Um, 2018-19, put up 107 points, the best record in the Western Conference. Um, the next year, they put up even more points, 111, first in the division, third in the conference. Um, it's a thing with these Flames. They are um, kind of... Hell, 2003-2004, 29-36 in 2003. Went to the finals yeah. in 2004. Yeah, it's the kind of thing... Again, this team, I've talked about it before in terms of this team just being an enigma in terms of how much, even though the roster is actually not that different in ter- other than young players coming in and Toffoli leaving, um, I think there's a lot different in just in terms of how much they underachieved last year. Um, but I think this team, I don't have them first, but I think this team will be a lot closer to what they were predicted to be going into last year. Um, yeah. which is why I have them second. I think them and the Oilers, though, will be very close, and I think we will get some of the best Battle of Alberta. Um, well, that we that's why I wanted to say, this is why I wanted to wait to reveal my Oilers pick, because I have them at two. I actually have the Golden at Knights two? falling down to three, which I think might be the most controversial take that I will have, considering they just won the Cup. They are a very good team. But I think that if everything goes right for the Flames in this situation... I think that they will absolutely have the potential to be up there fighting for that top three spot with the Oilers and the Golden Knights. I will say that I think all three teams are very close in talent. I think that, uh, especially if, and keep in mind, this is with the grain of salt with the Flames where they really need to live up to it, right? They really need to show up. But I think if they show up, they absolutely can fight with the big dogs in this division. 
Yeah. I think um, I have the Golden Knights at one. Um, I think that they um, live up, like, coming off the cup, and I think, obviously, I think there's room for disappointment. I don't think they're the kind of team that's built to go back-to-back, as no. you'll see, but I do still think they have some great depth. Um, they have a great, um, there's some good players on defense. Um, you're looking at, uh, especially when you're looking at, like, Petrangelo, you've got uh, White Cloud and Martinez currently on IR, but they're also really good. Their big question, obviously, in goaltending, who do you, what do you even do? Like, yeah. Aiden Hill obviously had a great playoff. I think, playoffs, I think you, you gotta really trust, know. you gotta trust Aiden Hill off the bat. But the thing is, I feel like if I'm Vegas, I'm not necessarily too scared, just because, no. I mean, well, it's then you the have Logan Thompson. Who I've said this to start the a season last thousand year. times, a thousand times. All you need is one of these two guys to be decent. And you will win. It doesn't matter if it's Aiden Hill. It doesn't matter if it's Logan Thompson. It just doesn't matter, right? And like, I think I think both of them can. I think both of them can and will be because, like Logan, we so easily we forget that Logan Thompson was great to start oh last yeah. year. He was very good. Like he was very good. Um, and again, Aiden Hill, like both of the the NHL is very much a what have you done for me lately league. And it's like, what was the last performances we saw from either of these guys? And both of them, when we last saw them were very good. Um, so while there's huge potential for them to fall off because we haven't seen a big sample size, um, you're looking at both of these guys and thinking like, from what I just saw of them, I have a lot of faith in this tandem and at least one of them paying off. Like, just like you said, Um, Yeah, I think they're going to, I think I think they're still going to be a great team, especially with how much they've kind of dominated the regular season in the last little bit. Um, since they've been a franchise, really, only missed the playoffs once, I believe. Um, I have a lot of faith in them. I think the Flames and Oilers are a little bit more volatile. Um, but I, I could see these top three, Golden Knights, Flames, Oilers, um, me putting the Oilers in last does not mean I don't really believe in that team. I think they're, again, I think they're overrated just in terms of how much cup hype they're getting. Um, yeah. But again, yeah. I, I don't think if they're first at the end of the year, it's not like I'm going to be shocked. Um, they've got McDavid and Dreisaitl. I'm not going to be shocked. These three teams, I think, are very interchangeable. And even extending it to the Kraken, I think these four teams I was are about pretty to say. much a lock for the I playoffs. I think that the Kraken absolutely can slide right in there. Like uh, if, it, but I, it's, it's such a it's such a clear top four. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. It is absolutely a tale of uh, the first half and the second half of this division. But uh, anyway, we should move into the playoffs because uh, we got a lot yes. to talk about now. Still, so me, <laughs> this is gonna take forever. I actually think that maybe what we should do is we should go through. Maybe we do like all of your playoffs, and then we do all of mine, and then we can get okay. to okay. Do you so want to I do that? Mon- I can just monologue for a bit. Yeah. Well, either you monologue first or I monologue. It doesn't matter. I'll, mo- I'll monologue first because my headphones are about to die. So then I can chill for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at, based on, just to, we'll, we'll start with the Eastern because you don't want to focus too much on the West all at once. Um, my playoff series are looking like this. Uh, I'll, I'll stop when I, I, you know what, well, you know what we can do, Simon? We can stop when we get to our Stanley Cup final matchups and then we can I was going to say there. I like that. Yeah. Um so my first round series are I have Leafs as the top team in the conference. Um they're playing the Panthers. Okay. And I have my two my 2v3 is Lightning Red Wings. 
which I love Ooh. as a series because that is the uh, Stevie Y uh, built team series, and I think that will be very interesting. Um, Hurricane Sabres, which I think is another great series in terms of young up-and-comers against the team that's kind of been consistent the last few years. And then I have a repeat series of Devil's Rangers. Um, so just, and I guess the Leafs-Panthers is a repeat series too. Um, going through, I think the Leafs get the better of the Panthers in this one. Um, to have that kind of playoff magic again for the Panthers going up against yeah, the team. Yeah, I'd have a hard time. As good as the Leafs, I have a hard time picking against them. I think with the monkey off their back of not having won a first-round series, I think this Leafs team <laughs> will play a lot better. There's just so much emotion in winning that first series that even against the, the Panthers I made, this is one of the best predictions I've ever made, and I'm very disappointed that I didn't make it to anybody other than my dad, um, was that everybody's so hyped on the Leafs. There's all the we want Florida, and immediately after they won that series, I said... Um, they are immediately going to go down 2-0 to the Panthers. I think, I think a lot so, of people were saying that, where it was just, like, so, so cocky. Oh, oh, you, you, how quick you forget how much hype the Leafs had going up against a Panther squad that uh, nobody expected to get past the first round. Um, I saw so many people thinking the Leafs were just going to thrash that opening round series. Um, but I, I think in this case they will get by the Panthers. The Panthers will put up a fight because they're a frisky team, but I have them moving on. Um, my next round, Lightning Red Wings, um, you got to have an upset in there somewhere. I have the Red Wings moving on against the Lightning, which I think will be one of the most cathartic experiences a general manager can ever have. Because um, remember, Stevie Y uh, left the Lightning before they got good in terms of... Obviously, they were... They were still great, but in terms of winning Stanley Cups, he left for the Red Wings before that. I think it will be such a cathartic experience to um, beat a team like that. I, I Again, it's a bit of a, a stretch because I think the Lightning are a better team, um, but in terms of playoff hockey, uh, anything can go either way. And if I'm going to pick one big upset, um, that's the one I'm going to pick. Uh, Hurricane Sabres, I don't think this will be too close. I don't think it's the Sabres time quite yet. Um, too many young pieces, and I just think the Hurricanes are too good of a team for them to overcome. And then I have Devils-Rangers. I don't think the Rangers should even be here in the first place. Devils in four. Um, oh. Moving on to the second round, Leafs-Red Wings. I think this will be kind of a reversal of what happened last year where in terms of there's, a, there's the Leafs and then there's the Red Wings coming off of a big upset. Uh, I think because they're not so high off their own fumes um, off of a first-round win, I think the Leafs will be a little bit more focused. I think the Red Wings are a good matchup for them in terms of just how much more talented the Leafs are. I see the Leafs taking that in not a particularly close series. I think Hurricanes-Devils will be one of the best series of the playoffs because I think in terms of a top three, I think Hurricanes-Devils-Leafs is pretty clearly what you've got coming out of the East. Um, I have Hurricanes probably in seven. Um, I think the Devils are a great young team, but I think the Hurricanes just have that little bit of extra playoff experience. Um, the Devils, uh, while they have the talent to make it this far, I do think playoff experience means a lot, especially if it comes down to a Game 7. I have the Hurricanes taking that. Leafs-Hurricanes is what I have for my Eastern Conference Final. Um, now, I, I hate to do this because I have so much faith in the Hurricanes. I love them oh, as a team. Wow. I, I just, like... I, with how bad they've been in the last few Eastern Conference Finals, they have not won a game. They've been swept every single time. 
Um, I don't think they will be shut out again, but um, I think this Leafs team will be really good. I think this will be a battle, um, but wow! I mean, hold, hold. I won't. I won't say hold me to it because I think the East is a bit of a uh, toss up. It's a. It, it's a bit of a not not even just a toss-up i think it's just a death grinder in terms of all of the teams in here being other than the rangers being very very good um other than i mean my my red wings pick in terms of even getting in the playoffs is a bit of an upset but if they play to that level in that division i don't think it's sh- it would be shocking for them to go all the way to the cup finals like any of these teams could um but i think the leafs in terms of their talent and i think the getting I don't think you can, because again, hockey is a mental game, especially in the playoffs. Getting the monkey off of your back of finally winning a first round playoff series means a lot. And I think this, as much as Leafs fans can say every year, this is our year, this is our year, this is our year. I do think that's kind of stupid. Um, But I guess I'm echoing it because I think this is the year that the Leafs make it to the Stanley Cup finals coming out of the East. Will they win? I don't know. Um, we'll get to that. If you have any, I don't know if you have any comments on that before I move to my west side, Simon. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Leafs going all the way to the cup is wild to me because I, as much as I do like them, I just don't, I can't, not in my wildest dreams, imagine them getting that much playoff success. But that's, other it's than been... that, I don't disagree with much. It's been a rough journey, but I just think if they manage to hit the Panthers in round one, and then, like, in this specific situation, um, if they end up drawing the Lightning, that's a little bit harder, but I think um, just that hurt, I I do have a little bit of a, a thing for how good that hurricanes Devil series and how much that's going to potentially take out of a Hurricanes team. That's a, I, I just think they'll go into that Leaf series a little bit flat, and I think they have a little bit of a monkey on their back, too, in terms of them not having fair. the playoff success that they've needed. Either way, um, Leafs-Hurricanes, one team is going to get playoff success that they have so desired for so long in terms of breaking through that threshold. Um, it's, it's difficult to imagine because it... Again, the Leafs haven't had this kind of playoff success in our lifetimes, in our parents' lifetimes. You have to go back to our like grandparents' lifetimes um, to see them starting to have that kind of success in terms of winning cups or getting. Anywhere. I mean, they had a couple. They had a couple. They had a finals run, I think, at some point in there. But um, it is tough to see. And they're still mad about if, it. <laughs> if yeah. If there's any, if there's any um, year for them to go this far, I mean, I, I, it's not in terms of their roster, it's not that implausible. Um, but that's that's, I, I as much as this is a prediction, let's stop crowning them before they get there. Like, I, I, I as much as I think they will get to the Stanley Cup Finals, like, come on, guys. Like, I, I've seen too much of Sportsnet at this point. I. It makes me feel a little bit sick to predict it, even though I think it will happen. It just like, come on, guys. That's just that's just let the poor guys live for a little bit before you start crowning them um, champions of the world. Anyways, yeah. um, I'll move on to my West. Um, my first round, I have Golden Knights. Um, will I change this? I'm changing. 
for the sake of my bracket, I won't. Um, this implies that either the Kraken finish below the Blues, which I don't think will happen, or the Golden Knights finish above the Avs, which I also don't really think will happen, but I'm going to keep it the same just because I can. Um, I have Golden Knights Blues in the first round. Um, that's not going to be particularly close. Golden Knights in five. That's not an interesting matchup. Flames Oilers. This is going to be a good series. Um, the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs last time was a little bit disappointing other than the first couple games, not just because I'm a Flames fan, uh, but you would have liked to see the series go a little bit longer. Um, the Flames underperformed quite a bit, a bit in that series. Yeah, but with the Flame, the Flames have this series at home. Um, I think this will go to seven. I think it. I. they're two very evenly matched teams. Um, the Oilers got the upper hand last time. I think the Flames do here um but it will be a very i think this either way even if the flames um like as you say go to the go to the one spot or whatever so they don't match up in the first round i think they're going to match up at some point and that series will be amazing i think this will be the battle of alberta we've all been waiting for i think yeah. it'll go to seven and it will i have the flames winning but if the oilers win um again i'm not shocked thing um, is i have david I think is such a game changer in those types of games in like it's that so third tough. period it's, game seven. There's no one else you'd rather have, right? It's that it's type so of conversation. It's, it's very tough to predict against him. Um, but I think the, the flames for as little playoff success as they've had. Um, I think they get this one. Right. Um, I think it can come down to gold too. How much do I t- trust True. Markstrom in the playoffs versus Stuart Skinner? Um, I don't know how much I trust Markstrom a, against the Oilers. It's a tough conversation to have. Maybe Wolf's starting at this point. That's what's hard about projecting playoffs out this far. But as of right now, I have the Flames in seven. Um, moving on to another series, um, Avs Kraken, a repeat of last year in more, they, in more ways than one. I have the Kraken beating the Avs oh, yet again. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think this Kraken team is built for the playoffs in terms of their depth. Um, yeah. I don't like the abs depth nearly as much. They obviously have the stars, but um, like you said before, this Kraken team beat them last year, and I think they're even better now. Um, I think it'll be another True. close series. It went to seven last year. I wouldn't be surprised if it went to seven again, um, but either way, I have the Kraken coming out on top. Um, okay. Stars Wild again a repeat of last year. This is significantly less exciting because I just hate the way, um, generally both of these teams, but more so the Wild play hockey. And I, the Stars are another one of those teams that is just so good in the playoffs. Oh my god, yeah. you forget how good they've been in the playoffs. Uh, but they've been consistently making it to either the conference finals or the Stanley Cup finals for years. Um, and I don't think that's going to change. Stars in five. Um. My goal, my, again, my my Western Conference is significantly less interesting. Uh, Flames, Golden Knights. I think that um, I went back and forth on it, um, but Flames, I think if Golden the Flames Knights? can get, yeah. Oh, is this second round Flames, at this point? This is second round. Okay, um, sorry. Yeah, I very sense. much <laughs> brushed over the Golden Knights beating the Blues, um, but. In terms of the how the Flames match up against the Golden Knights, I think it'll be another tough matchup because um, I think that, again, the top four in the Pacific is really rough. Um, but I think the Flames can pull it out. I think if they can Ooh. beat the Oilers, um, they can not They can beat the Golden Knights as well. I think they will be 
um, making okay. it to the Western Conference Finals, the furthest wow. they've been in a long time. Um, but don't hold your breath too long. Um, <laughs> Kraken Stars. Um, again, another repeat from last year. I think the Stars are just too good in the playoffs for the Kraken to beat them again. It's another. It's another. It's, it's another repeat from last year. Where last year went to seven. I wouldn't be surprised if this one does too. Um, but I think the Stars have just been too good in the playoffs for too long, and I think that addition of Matt and they're Duchesne, even better. Yeah. Um, is going to be huge, especially come playoff time for them. Um, and with how Jake Ottinger performs in the playoffs, I don't see anybody beating them. Um, so I have them beating the Kraken. Flames stars in the Western Conference <laughs> Final. This is where the Flames fall for me. Yeah, um, It's a repeat of a series they've had a couple times, and the Flames have lost the first one in the first round, came yeah. back, beat them in the Game 7, but I think the Stars are going to take this one. Um the stars are again such a good playoff team uh i think it's the first series theoretically where the flames if again this is assuming markstrom plays up to his potential with i think which i think he will um but it's the first series where the other team has a definitively better goaltender and i think that will mean a lot in the long run the stars are more battle tested the flames have significantly more young players and the stars have just been so good for so long in terms of the playoffs but I think they will make it to the Stanley Cup final this year um, for a cup final of Leafs stars. I was about to say, that is an interesting final because there's a lot to talk about there for sure. Do you want me to just hop right into mine and then we can... Let's do it. Let's do it. I'll charge my headphones a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. Well, I... Okay. We'll see how this goes. So, first first off, I'll start in the east. I'll do the same thing that you did. Your your phone did get knocked over. We are looking at the ceiling. This yep. is a live Plave ceiling cam. Um, there we go. Oh, oh. Okay, so we have Leafs Bruins. I don't know if you remember the fact that I had the Bruins barely sneaking right. in, which I right. think is absolutely terrifying if you're a Leafs fan, and I love that. That's rough. Yeah. So right off the bat, I have the Bruins beating the Leafs in the first round. Then, so we can move on to the Devils and Panthers. So the Devils, Panthers, I think this is going to be a really good series. I think this is going to be close. I have the Devils pulling it out. If I were to give a prediction, I'd probably say it'd be in about six. I think that it's going to be – it's the same thing that you said where it's the type of thing where the Panthers were obviously really good in the playoffs last year, and I don't know how much I believe – that they will repeat it. I don't know how much I like it that much. We'll see what happens, though. I'd say Devils in six. Then this one I think will be a really good series. This is Sabres and Lightning. I think that the Sabres are going to give the Lightning a really good fight, but this is another game where... This is another one where I think it'll only go to six, and I think the Lightning will take it. I don't know how much I have to say on this. Lightning are just still a better team. Sabres making it to the first round in this division, or division and conference, is honestly a testament to how much they've grown as a team alone. And I don't think they should take a first round exit as any, a sign of anything for the future. Then I have Canes Islanders. I have Canes winning that one. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. They're just the better team. I, the Islanders are very good and they've had a lot of success in the playoffs, but so have the Canes. I don't think they'll lose in the first round. Then, Oh, right. Yeah, right. Stay in the East. We'll stay in the East. I'll get my Eastern conference out of the way first. So I have Bruins and lightning. Lightning. 
<laughs> yeah, not close. <laughs> Probably four if I were to give a prediction. Then I've got the Devils and the Canes. This is another series that you have. Hurricanes and Devils. You had this one as well. Yep. We both agree that this is going to be one of the best series we'll see all playoffs. It'll be really, really good, really, really close. But we disagree on the outcome. Ooh. I am actually going to take the Devils in this one. I'm going to take a little bit of a different route. Which means that I have the the Eastern Conference Finals will be the Lightning versus the Devils. Which I think is a really good series. I think that's back-to-back really tough series for the Devils. And I have them winning both. <laughs> Ooh. I know. I know. I need a shocker. I need a shocker. That's going to be my, my big shocker out of the East is the fact that I don't think anybody that anyone is really predicting right now is going to be the one to pull it out. And I think the Devils have it. I think they absolutely, if they're going to pull anything out of their ass, I think they totally can this year. I think they have all the talent in the world. That top six, like I said, is nuts. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they have all the talent that they need to beat the Hurricanes and the Lightning, or the Bruins for that matter, if they absolutely need to, but, you know, probably not. <laughs> That's, it's a, it's certainly an interesting um, prediction. I just think, I think the Devils are such a young team that it's difficult for me to project them going that far. Yeah, but it's not like they yeah, don't have well, the talent for it. They don't have. It's not like they don't like with how high people have been on Jack Hughes in the last year. It's strange to me that I'm not seeing more of these predictions. Where I think this is going to be his coming home party a little bit here. Where I think he's going to really break out. I think he'll uh, he'll actually he was good last year. I think he's going to be really good this year because I mean they're giving him a really good true sniper and Tyler Toffoli on that wing. We've seen what he can do without one of those playmakers like him, right? I think this team's going to be really good. I think they have what it takes. I think that Lightning series will be really close, to be clear. Again, I think the Lightning could totally pull that out. But I want a couple upsets. I want to have fun. So we're going to put the Devils up there. So if we want to move over to the West. I have my first series is Abs and Blues. So a little bit different than yours. Obviously, you had Vegas and Blues. I think it's going to be about the same outcome. I've got the Abs pulling it out pretty easily. I don't think the Blues will give them much issues. This second one is more interesting to me. And this is where my... Uh, the funny thing is I am predicting a lot more regular season success for the Flames. You are predicting a lot more off, or uh, playoff mm. success. Postseason. Yeah, postseason, what have you. I have them going out against the Kraken. Because that... Against who? Against the Kraken. Because that Ooh. is such a tough first round series. I think that... Uh, they totally, like you said, the Kraken is a team that's built for the playoffs. I think they're going to do really well. I don't know. It's going to be close. It's going to go to probably six or seven. I think that the Flames put up a good fight. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think it'll matter. I think the Kraken will end up pulling out. I honestly think that might be a harder series for the Flames than the Oilers, truthfully. I think, uh, but hey, <laughs> that's another one where it could potentially go either way. But we'll see. The... Yeah. Oh my God, my camera. Um. <laughs> <laughs> after that, after that, I have Stars and Wild, which uh, unsurprisingly, again, same thing. Stars win it. Not much to yeah. say on it. You pretty much covered all of it. The Stars are great in the playoffs. They will beat the Wild. It's not much of a conversation. Oilers and Golden Knights. This one is tough. This is a very, very. This is gonna be a tough series. I think for both teams involved. I have the Oilers winning this one. 
Obviously, it's one of those things where it really could go either way because they both have a lot of stars. They're both really good. In this case, I'm going to side with the Oilers. We can move into the second round. I The thing is, if I take 10 years explaining every single pick that, frankly, I made a lot of my gut when I just look at these, then we're going to be here forever, so I'll try and get through these fairly quick. Second round, I've got the Avs and the Stars, which I think is an absolutely ridiculous series. That's a good series. That is a really good series. That's the two best lines in hockey, arguably, going up against each other. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like it's these are it's going to be a barn burner. I don't remember if you had abs and stars going up up against each other. Do you? I had Kraken and Stars because I had right. Kraken take. I think that's that's a similar series in just the fact that it's going to be very close. You had the Kraken coming out in that one. I actually have the abs well, beating the... the Stars. Mm, wow. Okay. So yeah. your so my cup my cup pick my cup final. Your pick cup final. picks out. Well, to be fair, it's up, out on the other side too. It was out super early. <laughs> yeah, you br- brushed over that one, which is fair. I mean, I honestly, I think if the Leafs played the Bruins in the first round in mind, I don't know if I'd go any different. That. Well, that's the thing the- where it's just the type of thing where like I want to say it's a joke, but it's really not. <laughs> If like if you have as much trauma against one specific opponent as the Leafs do against like, the Bruins in the playoffs, I don't know. It's it's not a joke. I have, like I have seriously, going, you would I have be the an idiot. The Cup Finals, and I don't think they beat the Bruins in a first round playoff series. It's like, just it's just it's just too much, man. <laughs> it's too much to overcome. Yeah. Anyway, third round, conference finals, or no, no, it's not. Kraken Oilers in the second round. This is another good one. I don't remember if you had these teams going against each other. I, I, I had the Oilers remember. out in the first round. That's right, you did. I have the Oilers beating the Kraken here, which means that the Oilers once again are heading to the conference. I think that, uh, I don't know. This just comes down to, I think it's so hard to win a series against a team like a player like McDavid, especially with the depth and help that he's going to get this year, especially if, like things work out for that team obviously i'm relying on a lot here where it's just going to be the type of thing where i mean they uh, the it's again the oilers need a lot to go right for them here i think they'll they're gonna be good a lot of people are overhyping them i think they'll live up to a lot of it we'll see though third round conference finals abs and oilers i got the abs i think it's going to be a repeat of the last time the oilers made the conference I think that uh, while they have improved, I don't think they're a better team than Colorado. I think that uh, this will be Colorado's year. They're bouncing back. They're going right back to the finals. And uh, that means, for anybody who's paying attention, Devils and Avs, which if you know anything about 90s hockey, you'll know that that's a nice series. Which is, I remember when I I built out this, uh, this playoffs, this bracket, I remember thinking to myself, oh, I actually really hope that happens because that would be insane. Okay, that would so be yours, so nice. yours is Leafs and Dallas, or and the Stars. Yes. Mine yes. is Devils and Avalanche. So we both have very different teams for the most part. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to win the cup? Um. Okay, so I've said a lot about this Leafs team. Um. I have said that I think getting them getting the mon- their monkey the monkey off the back in terms of winning a first round playoff series is huge. 
and I stand by that. I think they will not be running as high off their own fumes in terms of getting to a second round or even a third round. Um, because I think when that team buys into their own hype a little bit too much, um, it becomes dangerous for them and they end up choking. Uh, I don't think they'll have that as much. That is until they reach the Stanley Cup Finals, where there is another even bigger 50-plus-year-old monkey on their back, which is the not having a cup since 1967. Um, that is even more daunting than overcoming the whole first round thing because the first round thing was only since 2004 this is since 1967 that is a lot of pressure and can you imagine the amount of i i hate again i hate myself for predicting this because the canadian sports network networks are going to be insufferable uh, <laughs> i will not be able to i will unfollow sportsnet's instagram um <laughs> For this playoff run because it will just be awful we will see so many austin matthews, matthews is better than mcdavid oh, remember that time mcdavid be... went out in the first round matthews is better than mcdavid yeah. it's just gonna be brutal it's gonna be awful um but i do think by the time it reaches the stanley cup finals all of that is gonna get to them a little bit because it's such an interesting matchup in terms of the leafs being this huge media darling that has all of the talent in the world. I don't think it's that much of a stretch to say that the Leafs have significantly more talent than the Dallas Stars um, when you look up and down their lineup. But the Stars are way more built to win. The Stars do not have nearly as much pressure. And the Stars have so much more experience going deep into the playoffs. Whereas the Leafs, I think, will be tired um, fatigued and just overwhelmed at this point. I think a little bit. Al- I almost mo- feel like there's a little bit of. Efficient. There is a little going to be a little bit of how the hell did we get here? I think in that Toronto locker room, if that happened, where it's almost like you got this far that if you lose, oh my god, like this the will be outrage. I said to you before this was started, Simon, and if you're a Leafs fan, um that's gotten this far into the podcast i am so sorry um shout out ryan um my friend ryan if this happens in real life i think i'm gonna need to fly back to vancouver to give him some therapy if this happens um because this will just be brutal um for leafs fans to just come this tantalizingly close and to get upset by a team that you're frankly better than um but if this is the matchup I don't see a world where the Leafs can win. I think they lose no. in six. I don't that see a world they... where they make it. If they somehow make it to the finals, I don't see a world where they win. Like, it doesn't matter who's on the other side. I think that any team I, that's good enough to make the yes. finals out of the West, I think, beats the shit out of that Leafs team. Just because I don't think they beat. I don't think they beat the shit out of them, but I feel like it's just a series where the Stars will be underrated so much and the Leafs will be talked up so much that it's just going to come as such a shock to the system um when the stars beat that like I would I would not be shocked if the series goes something like this the Leafs win the first game and the world is just on fire the Leafs only need to win three more games <laughs> to win the cup oh my god um and then the stars come back win, win three the next like three in a row the yeah. Leafs get one more and people start getting oh, their God, hopes no. up again. Reverse sweep. That'd be my prediction. Them. No. They, yeah, I, I'd i say in five. It's not... 
I think it'll be in six. I think the Leafs will put up a little bit more of a fight than that just based on their talent alone. Um, but And not only, like, I, I, I focus so much on the Leafs because, again, they are the media darling, but uh, this Stars team is ready for a cup. Um, they've been they've ready been for a cup since, like, 2021. For, yeah, even going even back further. Like, they were they played so good. Like, they we forget. I think that they were the most, like, forgettable Stanley Cup fight. They're, they're a forgettable team because I do think they play a little bit of a boring brand of hockey. Um, but you forget that they made the Stanley Cup finals in the bubble, right? Like, yeah. and they took that lightning team to six, I believe. Um, they're they ready. Good. And I think they're, I think they're underrated. And I think, um, they're the one team that nobody's predicted. I don't, I haven't seen anybody predict the stars for the cup. Um, but I think it's very possible that they win the whole thing. Um, I think that would be great for, um, that team. I think it's great. It would be great to have a cup go to Texas, um, in terms of building the game, um, in the South. Um, and yeah, that like would, that's I, true. Yeah. And uh, that's another thing that would, the Leafs would hate about that in terms of traditional hockey market versus <laughs> very much non-traditional hockey market. Um, I think that would be a fascinating cup finals. Um, I don't know. I, I, that's, that's my take on all of that. Um, I do kind of hope I, I like your matchup of abs devils probably better, but I think leaf stars is, is a good is a good matchup in terms of um, just the the absolute like shit storm think that the Leafs making the cups is going to be. If but I also the matchup in terms of like hyped versus not hyped, traditional hockey yeah. market versus non traditional hockey market, big name stars versus like depth pieces or underrated guys like Rupe Hints. Um, I kind of love that storyline, and I feel like the stars will be such big underdogs going into it that I think it'll be a great underdog story when they eventually win. If I was a betting man, I would say that I think yours is more likely. But I do think mine would be a better series. Yeah. I think that it would be the absolute underdog story. Because the Avalanche have been... They are the cup favorite, I believe, right now. I think you might have to check me on that. I believe if they're not the favorite, they are top three. Everybody. Everybody. Even Peyton Manning thinks they're going to bounce back. They have come into this of finals. Of course, Peyton Manning thinks. Of course, Peyton Manning. You know what I mean. Up. I'm using him as the example. <laughs> but uh, they walked through a tough Western Division. Obviously, second round they took on the the Stars. Tough series right there. We just talked about how good the Stars are. Abs versus Oilers. Another tough series. If you're going to be taking out McDavid, that's going to be rough. And then in the first round, obviously. I have them taking on the Blues, which is fairly easy. That's an easy one. But I think overall, that's a tough playoff run. They are running through it. And I think that they are going to look really, really good in this Stanley Cup. I think it's going to go long. I think we're going to see a lot of rivalries. I think this will be the best Stanley Cup finals we've seen in a long time. I think it's going to be super entertaining hockey. It'll be physical. We, we will see a lot of skill from both sides, I think in probably one of the biggest upsets in Stanley Cup history, I think the Devils will end up winning it. Because think about it right now. You said that nobody's betting on the Stars. Imagine. What are the odds on the Devils winning it? Ooh, that's a good question. So the Avs are indeed um, the favorite to win the Cup um, in terms of looking up the Cup odds. Um, they're just above the Hurricanes, I believe. Um, yeah, they're the favorites to win the Cup. 
followed by the Carolina Hurricanes. Then let's look at the rest of these. If Fan FanDuel will load for me. The the um, one yeah, the one the Dallas Stars are currently sixth. That's not that's higher than I thought they'd be. Um the you Devils have to scroll fourth. pretty far the for Devils the Devils are fourth. Oh, are no, they? I, the oh, they Fan, are. Fan oh, never has... mind. I'm blind. Yeah, you're right. The Devils are four. That's a, that's surprisingly higher than I thought they would be. But in terms of actually who's predicting them, I I haven't seen a whole lot. Um, I think that they should be getting predicted more. I think that they absolutely yeah. have gotten a lot better. They gave a lot of t- every team they faced last year a lot of hell. I think that they are just going to come back this year and look even better. Yeah. It's going to be good, though. If that series happens, oh, that'll be some good That would be nice. Retro throwback style. Oh, yeah. Like, because uh, that's like, when you, I don't know if you've ever, like, actually looked into, like, that. If, okay, I cannot remember what book it is off the top of my head and i don't no i don't have it behind me but uh i remember reading a book when i was younger just on the series behind between the new jersey devils or like just the rivalry between the devils and the abs holy crap there is some stuff there like there that's those like that 90s thing where it was abs new jersey detroit like that like era of hockey is some of the best hockey ever played and it feels like we don't not it doesn't get talked about a lot but that is some of like the most entertaining hockey you'll read watch anything listen to it listen to any of it because it was just a different it was a different beast and you don't see rivalries like that anymore which is just sucks like uh yeah but hey there we go. That is our Stanley Cup picks. You have the Dallas Stars. I have the New Jersey Devils. How, Both how many, in how many games? In how many games? Ooh. I have Stars in six over the Leafs. How many games do you have the Devils taking it over the Avs? Well, like I said, I think it's going to be one of the craziest series we've seen in a long time, and it's going to be an upset. So I'd say seven. It's got to be seven. Definitely it's got to be the dream, I like, it. like third period, like uh, that type of thing. It's gonna be wild. We I need, think... we need an over. You know what we need? We need an overtime game seven winner in the cup finals. That's what I'm saying. We need, we need that. I don't. At that point, like after after two almost two hours forty five minutes almost of us talking almost. about this, let's just say all of throw all of the predictions aside. If we can just get. A game seven overtime for the Stanley Cup Finals, no matter what two teams are playing, um, that would be the dream. And throwing all that aside, just to add a little bit more on top of that, if the Dallas Stars do not win the Cup, Caleb Peterson will jump in the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) Oh, I'm not not betting anything anymore. No, 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 no. Especially this far. No, 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 no. Uh, I don't know, man. I think if I think if it does happen, I think we'd throw Simon in the Bow River. I think that's the Oh, is that the bet we're gonna have? If the okay. stars win the cup. If the stars win the cup, I will jump in the Bow River. Okay. okay. I'm trying to think, is there I yeah, there's a good place to do that. Because the Bow River's pretty pretty nuts most of the time. I could find an area. <laughs> yeah, you can find a spot. I can find a spot. If the New Jersey Devils win the cup 
you got to throw yourself in the ocean a second time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We got to make that. this. We got to make this. Uh... We got to make it even. Yeah. I think so that's, that, fair. that's it. The longest trick play episode ever. Yeah, and we're not even counting the intro and outro. Like, we've already oh, gone way God. above that, and we haven't even... Do we have to do an outro? Yeah. Just don't come back. Just come back next week. Yeah, we're this good. is our this is, this is is our <laughs> unofficial outro right now. Um, thank you for sticking with us for fucking two hours and 38 minutes, if anybody's here. Um, I feel free to swear as much as I want, because nobody's getting here. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially not Editor Simon. He ain't finding this shit. Fuck you, Editor Simon. No. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe this will be what uh, what finally lifts us off is our is our three hour analysis of the NHL season. That's what people have been wanting. That's where the oh. that's where the gap that's where the gap in the market is. This is a personally, real I think user. Caleb, I think you running into the ocean over a Bears prediction is going to be what takes us off. <laughs> You know what? If that's what it takes for trick play to go big, I'm willing. I'll do it. I'd run into the ocean so oh many times God. for that. That entire thing is so funny. Still, is the is the uh, do I have to? I've been thinking about this. Do I have to do it? I I think I specified that I have to do it fully clothed too. Yeah, uh, I think so. God. I don't remember. Did you? I think I did. I think I did. I'm enough Here. of a fool to do Here, that. Here, one second. Let's bring let's I, uh, bring gonna, up the tape. <laughs> I'm gonna end up being in like jeans. My phone is about to die. Hopefully, it doesn't die while I try. And... <laughs> it's Bears Commanders. Can you hear it's it? Surprisingly, my my stuff hasn't died. This is normally the issue. Oh no! It's about to die. It died. My phone died. Okay. Oh well, shit. Well, shit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said that I needed to be fully clothed. I think I was so confident that I would make that kind of a fool's move. <laughs> oh, God. Like, that entire thing is awesome. <laughs> that is, that is like, the best. It's also, just, like, the, the fact that you were, you were a total, I don't know if you remember how, what the score you predicted was. But you were a total it, of 44 points off. Yeah, I think I said it. Well, I think I said the command, the commanders would win by like 21 or something. 24. Yeah, they lost. They lost yeah. by that much, basically. Yeah, I well, they lost and by I, 20. But I, yeah. I remember thinking to myself, because when I was editing that together, I was thinking to myself, oh my god, I really hope they lost by 24. <laughs> that would have been pure comedy gold. <laughs> Yikes, yeah. Uh, and I love how that's the first, um, that was the first, like, clip that got promoted on, uh, the, the good I, fresh take I was gonna Instagram. wait to bring that up after the podcast, because I wanted to say that I think that's absolutely hilarious, and I also wanted to make sure that you knew that I did not talk to Josh about that. <laughs> that was not planned at all. <laughs> I just, it's like... okay. I need, I need my... Because, oh my god, the fact that that was the first one that got promoted is so funny. If a bunch of people are going to know me as the guy who has bad takes and has to jump in the ocean, if that's my legacy, so be it. Um, (laughs) As long as as me actually going in the ocean makes it on Fresh Take, the Fresh Take Network. Yeah, that's got to be the one one, uh, deal now, though, isn't it? We got to get you sprinting in the ocean. If you put if you put me making a fool out of myself on there, 
Um, <laughs> at least, at least bring it home. At least bring it full circle. Oh my god! When I saw that, I I honestly felt pretty bad because like I said this before the podcast, I did feel bad making that short because I was like, do I really want to promote this that much? But like you were so yeah. confident, and I was like, I I don't know. It's okay. This is, it's okay. This I'm... is cold. <laughs> if I if I am to be so bold, I have to face up. <laughs> I have to face the music. So um, look forward. Look trick play listeners. Look forward to it. Look forward um, to I'm it. Don't gonna, listen I'm into that podcast. <laughs> oh God! It'll be it'll be the it'll I sh- I'm sure it'll be the lead off. Um, that'll be our intro. Um, probably will be running into the ocean um oh god (laughs) it's okay i don't i don't oh you're you're making me need to like up my predictions now this is gonna become a war yeah simon where's your where's your next week okay uh let me pull up nfl this week let's see yeah one coverage of the nfl make a what's your lock what's your oh you know what even better the flames are playing tomorrow against the jets against the jets is that gonna be your lock don't the flames have like a record of losing their first game of the season yes yeah how many how many games in a row have the flames lost how many first i don't know but i don't i don't think it's pretty although i do think they i do think they won their first game not that long i think like a couple years ago they did Let's see. Um, hmm, I'm not finding anything on it. What What's worth it? Do I have to say I have to jump in the Bow River? If that's the... Yeah, I, well, I think yeah. that's about even. Unless that's you want to one-up me and make something even more outlandish. I don't know what you I think. don't know if I want to based on Flames versus Winnipeg, to be honest with you. but um... not, not going very bold. <laughs> Not I'm not. I, I see how it is. Oh, oh, sir. <laughs> I'm not going bolder than jumping in the damn Pacific Ocean. You were pretty confident over this Bears thing. I'm sitting here looking at this Winnipeg going the f- game going like the Flames could totally suck right off the bat. Uh, hmm. Sure. Why not? <laughs> well, that's... I have a little more confidence in Although I will say I will go slightly under. I will go slightly under. I will not be fully clothed. I will probably wear a bathing suit because I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to be in full Vancouver fall clothing. I don't know what that looks like, but I'm going to be in jeans, so it's going to be a great time. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I just spilled my slurpee. Let's end the fucking podcast. <laughs> Uh, that's a good that's a good place to end it anyways if you liked it find us in the places and if you want to see me jump in the ocean be back next week because it'll probably be it'll are you probably doing it happen by then i'm gonna do it i'm fucking it. it's 20 it? on it's tw- it's 20 degrees on friday the weather's not going to be any better than that and i'm not exactly doing yeah. all that much it'll happen that'll be the intro to the podcast next week so that's the best ad that's the best outro i can give come back next week for me making a fool out of myself you gonna be okay, buddy? <laughs> no. No. Oh. Uh, don't bo- don't bet on the bears, <laughs> or don't bet against the bears. I guess, huh? <laughs> don't bet on the commanders. Don't Jesus. bet on the flames. Jesus Christ! I'm getting my. We'll we'll, we'll brave the waters together. It's okay. Yeah. 
Okay. Goodbye.